Uh, yes. They were on the air. Yeah, that's right. Very professional. Just to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here comes the breath. The uh, I'm sick of the intro, and I just want to uh, I want to listen to Holy Wars. I haven't listened to Holy Wars in a long time. Welcome back to Life in the Branch. Uh, we've been gone. We've been gone a long time. A long, long time. Long time. It's been cold out here. Uh, we've been fighting like cats and dogs. All of these things uh, factor in. We're on the Zoom there. Everyone unmute yourself, please. Permission to enter. There's Mario. There's Tommy Rockstar, I see. Uh, no worse for wear. Of course, uh, Red Hot Ryan Collison, lighting up the keys. Yeah. Adam Kazawa is there. Fred and Pete is eating. He said he'd be back. Everyone's hungry. I know. Uh, we're, we're, I'm happy to be back. Are you guys, uh, I'm feeling good. Oh, now we're getting yeah, a for me tonight. What's that, Ryan? You guys want Erica instead of me tonight? Sure. Yeah, I'll go back and forth. Tag team. <laughs> Do it all all uh, spouses edition of the barrage. Right. We that one day. Before, okay. and, uh, we got shot it's down. Just Tommy with a mop on, on his head. Like, Hello. <laughs> Welcome back nice to Life in the that. Barrage here on Radio Nope. Uh, thank you. It's freezing out here. Yeah. And um, uh, the snow is coming. We're going to be snow blind, man. <laughs> soon and our guest at uh, the 8, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern hour which is Catherine Terman uh, she knows everything about yeah. heavy metal she wrote the book on it literally it's a definitive <laughs> oral history of heavy metal and if you if you make such a huge claim you better back it up with a 728 page book about heavy metal <laughs> which is exactly what she's done and uh, among a million other things she does and we're going to get into some heavy metal i could talk about heavy metal all the time i'm freaking looking forward to this yeah man this yeah i mean it, i, I could do, we do an hour on like uh dan loker <laughs> former <laughs> guest that's why i sound like bill and now we're on dan luke okay that's terrible well, that's awful well i'm very tired and uh that's the show Thanks. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll come back when she's on. I do Good want to. Uh, yeah, you know, I I almost didn't make it today because I'm so big. <laughs> I'm 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 immersed in the uh, in the in stocks now. Is my new thing. <laughs> oh, you're, you're stunk. I'm in the stocks. Yeah, I bought the I bought uh I, I put all my money in Game Boy. I was that's what I'm supposed to do, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah, come on. Are you are you all lost in the stock market? Yeah. I, I, you take a bath, John? Did you take a bath on that? No. Oh, because oh. yeah, John's got a. Robin Hood account, of course. Just Please tell me it's Game Boy. Please tell me it's Game Boy. <laughs> You're fucked. You're Dreamcast? No good? Oh. <laughs> my God. Can I get my money back if, like, uh, Joe Feshi and Casino? You get a do-over. Yes. Well, if you short it, you probably will. Right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm busy shorting stocks. I'm, I'm, I'm way into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, now you can short for the way down again, can't yeah. you? I don't yes, know anything exactly. about this crap. So I still don't crazy. understand the hedge fund thing, so I almost got it. Like, all right, I can. Ryan has a Ryan has a, a ten dollars stock. I'm like, hey, let me borrow that for a little while, mm -hmm. and then I charge him of like a dollar to borrow it. 
Yeah, right? they, they, am they, I, am I there so far? I have a little juice there. Yeah. And then yeah. I yep. I hope that it goes down to five dollars and I sell it back to Ryan. Is that and then I pocket then the difference? Him and then you keep. Yeah, I think I, I got it. it. But I the problem I got is Pete and Adam and Tommy keep buying it, so the price. Ah, <laughs> I hate those kids. Those Reddit, those Reddit, Reddit punks. You lose stonk rocking, baby, stonk rocking. Yeah, and then the government steps in, and then of course, and the, star. You know, they're like, hey, wait a second, only uh, billionaires are allowed to play at the casino. You stupid. That's right. That's right. right. This fucking game Actually, is rigged. Actually, according to uh, according to many many, you sure it's not Game Boy. Of... <laughs> I'm fucked. I'm so fucked. You're fucked, dude. Totally. A, a lot of politicians were coming together, like AOC and Ted Cruz both agreed that the market should be free to all. Yeah, she goes, I, he goes, I'll, I'll work with you. She goes, I'd love to work with you, except you tried to have me murdered a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But, so I won't be doing that. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So, also, hey, Tommy, what is it? To here's Tommy Rockstar, because I'm sure he's got uh, uh, Tommy Rockstar's stock advice. Tommy Stock Star. Stock stock. What are your hot tips, Tommy, for the stock? I'm sure you have an opinion. My hot... Or you want to wait till you get tip... No, no, no. It's fine. My hot tips you, is... You're the newsman. You're not supposed to... That's like insider trading. You know? All right, go ahead. It is, actually. I've been, t I've been mansplaining it's... to everybody because they've been DMing me, like, how does this work? So I've been, like, telling everyone how it works. You know? <laughs> but, um... Tommy stock star. Who I turn My to. tip... My uh, hot tip of the week is uh, don't play no reindeer games and stay the fuck away from Tommy's me. hot tip of the week. You're going to lose your shirt, so uh, you should put in a mutual fund. That's my hot stock. Ah, ah, mutual fund. Yeah. Buy Old real estate. Buy land on Tommy's Mountain. That too. I'm selling my acreage. I'm breaking up my acreage and selling it one by one. So nice. buy I, farm. I want a piece Short of that. Land. <laughs> also, let's welcome traveling Pete. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Welcome him. Where has he been? He's he's, been, he's trading on the on the market. So, I, oh, wait, first of all, yeah, look uh, at, this is how. Your, oh, time out. Look at your hair, Pete. Tiny, you look like don't time out me. Stooges. <laughs> you look fucking yeah, sexy there. I like it. Pete oh, like wow. blew his hair out there. There we go. Oh, Pete was is. eating off mic like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch it, you hot on. Yeah. Pete, when was the last time you got a barber haircut? Got it trimmed a little around like Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Ryan, two I years from down. Did you go back to the, 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 yeah, the, the original guy. In the since, since I go to last year. I go to my Russian barber yeah. regularity. Who who still goes to their uh, childhood barber? Like just Pete goes to like a whatever cuts spell with a Z no. in Yonkers or something. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. The, uh, my child. Yeah, go ahead. Ryan. Yeah, the guy. The guy. The place I go to is my grandfather used to take me there when I was a little kid, but. Uh, I started the back same. There when I moved back to White. It's not the same barber. Mario still goes to his uh, childhood barber. The barber they let you tie, tie your horse up Benicio. outside. My barber yeah, was whacked by the Russian mafia, and now I have a new Russian barber. <laughs> your barber has one of those razors. He's just got the leather strap. He's like, fucking. Yep. Where's Boris? I don't know any Boris. I am Zach. I right. cut your hair no, now. No, no. I am the only the gulag. <laughs> I still go to Dick's shoulder. These are these these mobsters. They keep going to that fucking barbershop, man. Idiots. I love my gonna haircut. You're in a very vulnerable position. Since, Go ahead, Tom. Since the wet, since the wedding, actually. Oh I think wow. Really, yeah, two and a half years ago. Yeah, the long hair suits yeah. you, Tommy. I, you, you, you sent that picture of the you at the Capitol or something, and uh, I like. Yeah, I'm balding up up uh, top. Really? Yeah, man. It's I good. Got that's. Little, uh, I got look. That's why being fire. tall kicks ass. What are you like six four or something like that? Six five. Yeah, nobody sees. Nobody sees that shit, and then you see all the dirt on top of people's refrigerator. It's a win across the board. Yeah. My barber <laughs> kicks ass. He takes credit and he does blood. Credit? You don't have ten dollars. 
Does he and buy his wine boxes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he, he's blood, Does he have bloodletting. Explain. Mario, in my in the days of Mario Damas, I might explain. I have a new personality. He's going to keep pushing I, this Mario Damas. I've been Damas going for five hundred years here. In my day, that's what Bob is all day. I only see it. Not, only Zach does it now. I see a microphone turning off in your future. Oh, that's the code word. Gotcha. <laughs> Speaking of ten dollars, Mario goes to the barber. He's like, uh, "All right, do half. I'll be next, back next week for the other." He does. He does give me. He gives me credit all the time. A partial <laughs> discounts. <laughs> How much anyway, does a haircut uh, cost you, Mario? Fifteen bucks. It was twelve, and now it went up to fifteen. Yeah, everything was was once cheaper than it is. Fifteen still pretty cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. still pretty. Yeah, man. Yeah, I went to my. So guy why do you need? A, you don't have fifteen bucks. You got to work no, out a deal. I don't travel. Often I travel without any cash at all. I'm a credit man all the way. Is that uh, right? And so uh, I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah, you want to have stock like, cards. I could get a ha- I could use a haircut and I have no cash. I'm like, Zach, uh, I'm sorry. I'll get you next time. He goes, no problem. Barbershop's cash business. You you have to bring cash to the bar. Come on. I know. Man. So I don't come give on, him anything. Come on, man. And then I, and then I go back when I'm visiting my mom because he's, he's there on Grand Avenue with Joey Maspitz. And I, I pay up. And I give him a nice you, little Frankie tip. Maspitz. You pay the, but you you get the haircut on credit. That's incredible. That's right. And the and speak. Lighting, I do want to get lighting. into this. Do you want to talk about your uh, um your adventures at IHOP that you told me about? <laughs> Speaking oh, of yeah. saving ten dollars. Okay. This if, is depressing. If you recall, there was an episode <laughs> where I thought I did the best I could ever. I had a full meal with me and my kids at IHOP for three dollars. Yeah, for like a dollar eighteen. Three forty-five. He drives out to Long Island first of all, where there's indoor dining because there's none here. Where they plastic. Yeah, I was going to say, why are you eating inside a restaurant, right. Mario? I will. I've topped this three forty-five mark. I never thought possible. What's three forty-five? So, I paid. There's an episode where I talked about going to IHOP and only paying three forty-five with the combination of coupons and the free pancake day I used. It was a miracle. Oh, we already amazing. talked about how, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. I've got a lot to say about it. He's got a coupon for pancakes, and this way, he I doesn't want the pancakes. Stuff. He wants taken off the bill. Like, all right. Right, anyway, so go ahead. Every, I'm getting ahead. Every year, my birthday month, January, I get all the coupons from all the places I subscribe. They always give you, like, a brownie or this. But some give you a free meal. I mm. hop is one of them. Right. They give you a free large stack which is a nine dollar and something item and usually i take it and i don't value eat pancakes he borrows because... the stack of pancakes yeah and I then he for a small fee right he sells you back half the stack and then you then he buys the meds he shorts the short short stack i short the stack and it's these are stacks sir i want to stock usually i just buy whatever i'm eating like a salad or a senior special or whatever and they just take off nine dollars and eighty nine cents. Have you considered the- a mutual fund? And this time they're like they all these places have done it. Once they go by the computer on corporate, then it's like ah, nope, that's the, how they get the you. There's no leeway. Only gets you paid. Sorry, sir, I've already written the ticket. Right. You're in the system. So I'm, nothing like, I can do I about. I'm upset by that. Mario's got a record. He's got a record there. I say okay, I'm fine. I convinced my daughter fine. to take so, the full you have stack. To talk, he has to got to talk himself down because she was going to get just the. A funny face, which is one pancake with a chocolate chip face. I said, "Why don't you get a full stack?" And I'll tell him to put, make the funny face. I'll write the face on there myself. No, so <laughs> goddamn. The lady comes in his and sad now face. I say, "Okay, she'll have my birthday stack. Can you put a funny face?" Imagine you order a oh, funny face pancake. Problem, He's like, "Listen, you take this stack, put it over here, draw a face on this one." Okay. You're so adorable, no this problem, so sweetie. Shit, and then I order for me and my son. I'm like Kevin wants waffles and chicken, and I'm having. Uh, oh, my daughter wanted eggs and sausage Rough. and bacon, but since she didn't get that with the funny face, I said, I'll have the egg, sausage, and bacon. 
And Double meat, huh? Both. Who wanted that as well? Tell us about your. <laughs> tell us everything, Mario. So now, so now, the minute I say that, she's like, "Oh, I, actually, I love this shit." You can't order two things from the everyday special menu and have a coupon. And then I'm just like, oh, no, just, at this point, blood I'm going through boiling. a lot of stuff in my life. First right. of all, I'm. I'm Why you let that upset you? Ruin your life for COVID, ten bucks? Even though my wife says it's a bad idea, the place is sanitary, yep. and they have. Plexiglass and nothing on the table. No right, syrup, so you forgot to tell them about the, the people. Glass doesn't do shit. But I'm still sure I'm upset about the COVID, but I'm I've been stressed out, been stuck in my house. I have other problems unrelated. I'm to I'm upset this. about the COVID. Let's go out to eat. I don't want to talk about anything. related to my family, so I'm not going. I'm really stressed this week. So well, they they sat started, somebody I, right behind you in another I've been booth. That's on anger bull- management, but I couldn't do it. The minute I found out now that I couldn't get my two things that I want for me and my son and the pancakes, I my uh, coupon. Like that, exactly like that. Did you see how hard that was? Yeah. Everything jumped. Really? Everything jumped. The whole everyone in the restaurant turns around. Every, the cook sticks his head out the short end of the window. <laughs> hey, what goes on out of there? The record. The record. I, he's he's Italian. I don't know why he's Italian. I yelled out. I yelled out. I crossed county lines to eat. I haven't been out in seven months. I just want my birthday. Imagine this is a grown man screaming in a restaurant. Holy shit. Over 10 and, then, and so then my kids are mortified. Thank God my wife is Sounds there. like a nice day out. She might have just left me on the spot. Everybody Dude, was I'm mortified. Bad, I'm I'm, bad. Now I caught myself. And I'm like, I'm like holding my head. And, and then... Yeah, you're getting, like, you get you remorse. Are you yelling at me? I said, no, I'm so sorry. I wasn't yelling at you. I just got to understand. I'm I just yelling at day, life. Such a bad few months. The God, pancake and, guy. And I said, just bring the, the manager. She said, I'll get the manager. So the manager comes and starts uh, going to the restaurant. You realize said, it's restaurants. Like, these said, people lady, are service I'm people. And they haven't this. been working. And you come I in said, there screaming and yelling. And not tipping them. and fucking. Right. I come here every year. And now I can't get it. the pancakes. I can't exchange for something else. And I can't get the pancakes. And I ordered two regular meals for me and my son that happened to be on the special menu. I said, right. can't Coincidentally. you put it on two separate bills and forget about it? She was oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, sir. I said, okay, okay. First the pizza contest, now this. We ate. So now we ate the whole time. Things got a little bit better. I really did apologize. I actually got up and apologized. That's the only time you, you can't scream when you have a mouthful of pancakes. Did you think the cash store. register? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even like and, pancakes, do you? And, and then, well, I had one of my daughters. I like one. I can't eat five. I'm a, I'm a liabetic. It's not the International House of, uh, you know, other shit. So at, uh, now Bob we're owns. leaving, and I'm like, I asked for the check. I have the and lobster. Goes, and the lady goes, that's Fruit okay, out. sir. That's okay, Pretty sir. Good. It's on us. It's on us. I almost wow. wow. back. I'm like, no, you can't give it to me. You're and just me- teaching my children that if somebody yells like a lunatic, they get free wow. food. Like a lunatic. And and she goes, no, no, it's okay. And I insisted. And she said, the manager said, no, no, it's okay, sir. We're sorry. I said, thank you so much. She goes, your daughter has such a nice wow. smile. I think maybe screaming and yelling does work. I was yeah, going to be using my children or something. From the trunk, probably. <laughs> did you keep and the? I wait a second. Did you keep the coupon? You pocket that shit on the way, or you never even no, turned it in, did you? No, I left the coupon <laughs> and I did leave. I did leave tip. a fifteen dollar tip, which was there you go. Probably you go. less than what the bill would have been with two specials and no charge for the pancake. Really, three uh, people, see- two, two meals and four meals at. We had two bucks? six-dollar meals, free. and I had a ah, coffee. That's a win-win. I think CPS I, was eating the waffles in the next booth over. Right. You get unlimited coffee. I'm right? sure the cook, the minute I started yelling, just has a jar next to all the cooking stuff. It's like uh, COVID in a jar, and just poured it into my fucking What's, COVID. Why would he bag. have that? Yeah, you know, like they say, don't make a scene in a restaurant. They'll spit in your food. They'll probably yeah, not even put COVID they just, in your food. No, I've worked in restaurants. You just grumble, and you're like, what a freaking asshole. You don't do anything you know, to the food. 
I walked in restaurants. I'm going to show restaurant. him. He get the he special poison thing. What? As your therapist, what's the lesson here? Is it worth all that headache for a stack of pancakes? Well, well he got the, the whole thing. was free to toss up the toffee. That's where, that's where this all sums up for him right yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. then you see when he turns around and he goes, hey, you're teaching them the wrong thing. Like Enough about me, Tommy. Will you tell us stories about your oh, friends man, It's great. There's more of this. Where'd you go to eat next? I, have, I don't go out to eat. I'm pretty careful. I'm not like Frankie, our good friend. No, you're pretty uh, But you are. You are. Like, you're just I don't take six much. kids out on an outing to an indoor diner. See, Brian, his I move is if he, children, if he takes. Wards, if he takes yes, yesterday we asked Frank. Um, he, he went out. And he goes, oh, yeah, I took six kids out to eat. And we're like, who? He's like, he didn't even know who the kids were. Like He just picked them up along the way. Jesus. <laughs> like, like name one of the kids. Yeah, He's like, well, two of mine. COVID in Long Island, it turns out. Yeah, so. he just kind of trailed yeah. off. Yeah. I am ashamed of exactly. myself, Ryan. Exactly, Ryan. I have exactly made a pact, Ryan. though, and it's going to hurt all of you. I've made a pact with my wife. It's just I will keep never running. lose my temper again in front of the children or her. Well, can, so can this extend to the show? I need an outlet, and unfortunately, no, this is not it. No, no, you guys are my new outlet. So if I burst out, Mario, that sounds good, but wrong. If I burst out, I want to know what Ryan. Save it for the show. You're gonna yell more? Fuck, Mario. I want to know what Ryan just asked. Did the kids go back and tell mom that you had a freak out at Waffle House? So now I had to go to I had to go to Target with them afterwards. But we went to right because we we weren't sure if we got COVID, so we went to Target. Target in Port Washington, it's like a mansion. Exactly. I mean, Freak it's crazy. Out at the so I we went to, to the dumpster a, behind the hospital and slammed it. The heater in my garage conked out, so I need a new heater. I can't live. I can't do broadcast from the garage without it. Yes, so I, I went to get a heater. It. Now I go in and my and the alarms ring. Boop boop boop. You know the door alarms. And this is the third time it's happened. I realized I've been you have waffles a, in your pocket. No, my new coat that I got for my birthday yeah. has one of those mystery tags in it. Right. Now, I oh, you're the lucky winner. I don't know where it came. I saw but, a mystery tag. And... But now I'm going to a truck. Dave Harris was in that band. supermarket and now Target. And, and wa- every time I walk in, it's like, boop, boop, boop. And <laughs> it's embarrassing when you walk out because now I can't The, the security it. guard has no idea what to do when someone walks in and the thing beeps. He's like, ah, I've never seen this. Now when you, yeah. when you walk out, you can't <laughs> never even find a shoplift anymore. Right. I can't even take anything because now I know I'm going to beep on the way out. Your pockets <laughs> are full of garlic. I don't know. <laughs> syrup. But anyway, we went to Target. Syrup. I bought syrup. things. Syrup. And on, on the Maple checkout, syrup. Pancakes with my, droopy faces falling out of his mouth. Right. My daughter has a sugar habit. So she had this thing on checkout. You know, they have the, the junior, junior liability. So you sound like you're she, enabling this. You're an adult. grabbed this what? $1.49 sucker thing that has like powdered sugar. She goes, can I have this, Dad? I said, well, I said, look, if you can avoid telling your mom that Dad lost it at IHOP, you could go this way towards the cashier. If not, you yeah, can go so that way. We're at the bribery stage. This is a scheme. It's a full day. You're bribing it. your children. You're bribing uh, your children. But I didn't oh, have yeah. it in my heart because by the time we got home, I said, bad. let's go all and tell it together. Because I know. Uh, you, you know they're going to. Yeah. You, yeah, you they, got to nip it in the uh, It's one thing about kids. Uh, they have the They're terrible at honoring contracts and deals. Just awful. Because they're small. They're small children. But I did make this pact at home, and like I said, it's going to hurt all of you because I will not yell at home now. I will never do it again. I made this pact. That's a big promise. You My can't hug, tolerate me. Yeah, a... You got to be careful with that care. one, buddy. Listen, you should have called us first before you made that promise. He's going to start had, yelling. I had diabetes. <laughs> I lost 60 pounds. If they tell right. me I have cancer, I'll quit smoking tomorrow. Right. If my wife says enough is enough, 
<laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I swear to God. Oh, in other words, wait till the How problem so... actually arises. What <laughs> am I on the fucking <laughs> pain on my list? I tell you <laughs> something in one ear out the other. You don't listen to <laughs> shit. No, no, no. Only when you're like faced with the like, sir, my you're about to lose that leg, sir. My Sicilian grandparents cancer. were eating pork chops in their nineties, and they were never had any problems with anything. Bless them. Bless them. Yeah. Tommy, what about you? Uh, it's Mario's story? IHOP story. I, love that I want to switch. I want to switch my. I know you want to switch gears, but who told me the most sad, heart wrenching? But at the same time, I don't want sad, heart wrenching. I want pancake coupons. No, no, his life. He had, he had a terrible thing happen. Sad, heart wrenching. A great silver lining, like I got free pancakes. Tommy got his whole house cleaned out. All right. Tommy, I'm all ears. You, you don't have to say it if you don't want Tommy. I leave this into your I'll court. Say it. I'll say no it. No one has to it. say anything they don't want. It's you know yeah. this is this is America, goddamn. <laughs> At the eight o'clock oh. hour, we've got Kathleen Turman coming in. Oh, in America, yeah. let's talk about heavy metal. Even if it's not true, Kathleen Turman Overdrive. That's right. That's Fire! That's exciting. You know, Mary, I'll try to make it as humorous and lighthearted as possible. But, uh... <laughs> you tell it like you told me. I, I was my grandfather I was sad, uh, passed away. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't just stop from what a picture you painted, Tommy. Well, yeah. Well, are you done introing the story, sir? <laughs> <laughs> With a forward, fucks. <laughs> No, but I'll let you talk now, Tom. Build up. Well, basically. Well, Tommy, uh, you see what I? I uh, I grew up in Long Island, and my parents still live there with my brother. And uh, you know, they're getting older these days, so things are getting a little harder. And uh, it, let's just say the house is a little hard for them to upkeep. You know, as they get older. Yeah, it's tough. And it's, it's tough. So basically, um, my parents had a sewage plumbing problem where. 40 years of tree roots grew through their sewer pipe and backed it up, which resulted in three to four inches of sewage water flooding out their basement. I don't have But the thing is, is my dad's pretty old. Gotta put a check valve on that shit. Yeah. And they should also, like, maintain those pipes, you know, over the last 40 years. You need a contract. You gotta cut down the trees. Nothing you can do, really, underground. Yeah. Well, so, basically. Gotta get to the root of the problem. (laughs) Nothing we can do about it. And we could do it. It's above my pay grade. The thing is, my parents like to store a lot of things. Called the Rota Ruta guy. He takes one look and turns the truck around. He's like, fuck. Rota Ruta. He showed up with a plunger. Yeah, uh, Ryan, that's kind of an understatement. But yes, yeah, so basically, there's a lot of stuff downstairs. So they had to hire one of these Rota Ruter specialists to go down there and take one of these like long chainsaw thingies and stick it down the sewer pipe and the cut snake. up all the. Uh, you know, the Snake. Chainsaw. Yep. Chainsaw. <laughs> if a guy shows up and sticks a chainsaw down your toilet, uh, <laughs> you called the wrong guy. You called the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, let me buy you lunch. No, that, I don't need you anymore. They call that specialist, and he comes chain snakes the pipes underneath the ground. You know, chain the, snake all that stuff. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but now they're still stuck with like three or four inches of sewage, like flooding through like you know a four room basement. So they have to call like a specialty company to come clean all that out. Yeah. But when they get down there, they realize how much crap is down there. They're like, we're going to have to empty shit the crap clean out. Is... Was it a finished basement? Oh, hey, I'm walking Yeah, here. Semi, <laughs> semi-finished. Semi-finished. Like, had new carpeting and everything. So they spent the next three days with four dudes working around the clock to empty out eight box truck loads of crap. You got, wait, roto rooters doing the heavy? <laughs> doing hauling? No, uh, <laughs> yeah, another... Like, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Oh, we yeah. take away junk, yes, too. Exactly. Right? No problem. They're called uh, Sir. They're called Serve Pro, and they, and they and oh, like yeah. it was never oh, they're there. Good. They're good. Know? That's their that's their motto. That's so, my neighbor's uh, up at work. Who's making that noise? Oh yeah, yeah. 
sponsor, uh, this half hour sponsored by Surpro. Surpro, uh, Friedman and Sanchez for all your plumbing. <laughs> so they come in with hazmat suits and ventilators, and uh, they, they spend like. Without saying it, it's a rough scene. I guess. Yeah. Who's crumbling so up they, a bag they, of potato they, chips? Yeah. Who, who's, the, who's doing that? Yeah. And so basically, they empty out eight truckloads worth of stuff. That's a lot of shit. And. Uh, it's a lot of shit. So thankfully, a lot of uh, like old cardboard boxes. But I got like valuable memories down there. Like all my latest generation stuff was down there. You know. Don't forget and the dollies. Like, American no. pickers digging around down there. And oh, what is that sound? Metal. What is that? Yeah, I can sell this in my shop for two hundred dollars. Yeah. One one of you guys are playing with the mic, so be yeah, careful. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. I think Ryan's mic's hitting his jacket. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is valuable <laughs> memories. Stop <laughs> wearing that argyle. My latest generation records are covered in sewage. Raw suit. Exactly. Solid pattern. Well, Ryan, if you remember, uh, my dad once had a book signed from Salvador Dali out to me, and I was afraid oh, of the Bible. You didn't, you didn't lose That's that, right. Well, I told my brother, I'm like, you, well, you got to go through all these boxes and find that book. And he's like, Tom, there's like eight truckloads of stuff. And I'm like, you, you got to find it. Yeah, the Dali <laughs> book gets wet. Like... Nobody knows the difference. Looks... <laughs> I know. And, Did he find it? We had... Well, my dad, turns out my dad remembers putting it somewhere else. So I think it, it was never down there. So thank uh, you. I remember. I put it somewhere else. In the vault. <laughs> Thank God for that, Tommy. Look there. It's in my sarcophagus. <laughs> but then my, we have all these old seven, uh, Super 8 films, actually. So I told them to save the films and the photos of my dad, you know? Yeah. So we, we get all that stuff. And we like, like, uh, like skiing and fast forward or running the bases. Easter. You know, Tommy, yeah, you could have like... called me. I would have zipped over there, put on my hazmat, and jumped right in and started stealing digging. Stealing all that stuff. Yeah. No, no, I would not steal. <laughs> what's the angle, Mario? What's 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 the hustle? A reasonable finder's fee. I would hold on. Yeah, to it. <laughs> he's got the dolly book. finder's fee. Right, exactly. He's got a dolly. After That's all. He's ten percent per- after we sell, Tommy. It's better than having it floating on the top of the basement right. water. Exactly. Well, I brought my own hand. Pretty good job. Over the course of three days or four days, they they kept they kept going in and out, in and out, and they kept the, the doors wide open because they had to go in and out. But as they did that, they, they in sub freezing temperatures, they allowed the cold air to come in. Can't be right. There's no way. Oh shit! It gets that cold. <clears throat> Pipes. To what happened? Something's yeah. wrong. They do, they got to close the door when they left or something. It's, something's not adding up. Well, Ryan, watch the microphones uh, keep scratching it. Constantly. They needed to run a heater mm. and a fan at the same time. Mm. They didn't. Well, no, but what happened was. It, in the midst of all that work, they they let so much cold air then that apparently like the 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 pipes. baseboard heating went out, the pipes started freezing, yeah, yeah. Oh, and wow. so they had another problem. So many 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 plumbers coming in, and the plumber called me today and said they finally fixed the heat, so that's good. So just dealing with that while I'm installing and renovating a new bathroom at the cabin. So I got a lot of plumbing issues going is on. Is there a punchline to this story, or is this just a, <laughs> well, a bunch of random shit that happened? Hint, hint. Well, it what happened was so. Oh, so no, I'm my, done doing favors after. No, 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 no. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Rudy called me so, a hack. Wh- <laughs> you're a hack. While you're this- a hack. <laughs> Fucking guy. I told him I wasn't going to. I said, we got to cut a hole in the ceiling. I'm, I'm going to sheetrock it after Listen. we're done and put one coat of fucking <laughs> plaster on it. And it's up to you. I'm not coming back every day. Everybody and Sandy, excuse me. I'm yelling now. I'm sorry. It's I'm my turn. Your handiwork. Uh, I'm not supposed to Facebook. say anything. That's John's ceiling. John, that's, that's clean. put that ceiling in for me. It's beauty. Oh, I look at it every day. You got him. I thank John. Call me. Yeah. Thank you, John. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not hack work. I stare no at the ceiling guy. every day, too. My sheetrock is splitting. You got to come here when you get a free hand. Patch job. Oh, no tape problem. it. 
Yeah. All right, stick a broom in my ass. So, so what's the real story, it. Tommy? The story is the well, shopping the, adventure. A hack. Well, what happened was <laughs> while I told that was motherfucker well, I'm not coming back. Sanding it three. Doing. I don't. I, I'm not painting. Then I get paint the bathroom. I'm out. I'm out. You plastered it through. Well, yeah, I gave him one coat. That's the deal. It was a plumbing job. Everybody knows that's the deal. You're you getting one coat. Plumbing. The rest is up to you. <laughs> well, and it's an easy job. I told. I explained to him two times. I'm a fucking hack. Go well, fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a shit. That's, what he said to you. That's it. No more favors. On, Let him vent. This Holy is funny. Shit. Rudy did call him hack. Fucking fix it. So I, I took the toilet off. I put a new wax ring. Fucking work great. Silicone, the whole thing. Then there's another pipe that's leaking. All of a sudden, I don't know. I fixed that, and I'm a hack. The, fun, the funny Kiss thing my is ass. Doing the sanding the ceiling. You, you think a guy would offer you a bottle of water? Why couldn't Nothing. he do it? You did him a big favor. Why He's, couldn't he do it? He doesn't, I'm like, you have a screw? He's like, what's that? He, he has no fucking clue. Like, if you send him to get coffee, he comes back head. with a tea. He's useless. His tits on a bow. I don't think he can lift his hands over his head. All he knows is how to do the sell stocks and play poker on this way. I don't think he can do this. Sell stocks. <laughs> what Mario's trying to allude to is what happened during that time. You're right, Did Tommy. You see... Fuck, Rudy. <laughs> what, what I... My dad, yeah. in the beginning, when it started to flood, when it started to flood the basement, my dad asked what he should do, and I told him to go get a wet vac because I didn't realize the scope of the, of the leak, you know? Mm. So he went to Home Depot and bought a wet vac. And now, when they realized that, that, that wet vac wasn't going to do anything, he went back to Home Depot to return wet it. Wet track. But the thing is, is he, he decided to go for a ride and take my mom to go return the wet vac at Home Depot. And so he's telling me the story, and I'm like, "Well, Dad, I told you're you listening to live from the broad here on radio now. <laughs> in case if you if you have never listened to the show before, in. we've got there's more wet. Next week we have more wet back stories at uh, the eight o'clock hour. We're gonna have Catherine Terman on the show. Go ahead. <laughs> I told him to avoid going to stores as much as possible because of COVID concerns, and right. he really doesn't pay attention. But to that's that. where the wet back is. That's there's the rub, you know. Right. Do it in his voice, Tommy. Do it in the manic I, his voice uh, way. You told Tommy me. Tommy can't do uh, impressions. He's like. No, he always apologizes. Do he does his impression. His father sounds like some guy from the 60s. What did I took your mother? And then we went to, to the store. I told she had one shoe on. I don't know when I, <clears throat> when I lost whoa, control whoa. What are you of the saying? show. But... <laughs> well, what, what, what year it was. The impressions but... to... Yeah, I'll... go on with the story. That's the mute, Mario, I'll... for two seconds. Here. I can mute Thank myself. You. Come on, I don't have all day. I'm wasting away. I'll leave the impressions to John. Sun's no. about to rise. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was is that they turned into a pumpkin. To take, <laughs> my dad decided to take my mom for this trip, mm. but you see, my mom is suffering. You know what? You no, know, know who would like this wet fact shop? Your mother would take her. Mm -hmm. with me. She right, would. Exactly. She would like to. The thing is, is my mother's. <laughs> is it? Is it worse? Is it better or worse when they're when they team up? Like is it because well, you get when you get one person it's bad because then you, but then you get the like well, the blind listen, in the blind situation. Listen to the story. No, my, my mother <laughs> my mother suffers with dementia, so oh, it's sorry, like, you know, blind leading the blind, and so uh, my dad goes, "Hey, let's go." And so my mother comes out and she's not wearing any pants because she doesn't often wear pants. She comes out so of what the house or the, or the store? What are you talking? Yeah, no, out of the out of the house. They got ready house. to go out. Okay. Oh. And so my um, my dad notices that she's got only one shoe on. So he goes, "Well, no, 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 stop for a shoe and pants." She doesn't notice the pants. He notices the shoe. He's right. like, "No, he's like, you got to get dressed." So he brings her inside, and she takes her pants and she wraps them around her neck like a scarf. Uh -huh. So and then she puts on one shoe and she can't find the other. So my dad's like, "Okay, I think this is good enough." 
And so he Let's puts her in the go car. wet vat shopping, baby. Got <laughs> hit. It's like old it's times. Pretty... Exactly. And Get so in the fucking van. They drive off to Home Depot. Time to return this wet vac. Right. So, so what? And then they show mom... up at IHOP and they're. He waits before they the store is closed to return it. Slams the table. <laughs> he realizes that my mom only has one shoe on, so he doesn't want her to catch a cold, even though she's not wearing pants and has one shoe right. on. That's an old wives' tale. There's <laughs> yeah, one shoe. You catch so your death. Dad... No he's... pants. Like oh, and Tommy, she also has a black oh. eye. Yeah, it's because he's like, hey, get that fucking shoe on, or <laughs> I'm to the moon. You. Oh, that was a... How many fucking times <laughs> I told you about this shoe, all right? This is going to well, be important mother... for when the police stop. <sighs> so my mother... Go ahead, recently... Tommy. If we just listen to this story, it's kind of not a radio show, though. <laughs> <laughs> my mother, I guess, recently had a fall, and she got herself a black eye, and nobody can tell me how she got a black eye, so then... Uh, she's now she's walking around in the parking lot of the Home Depot with a black eye, no pants, one shoe, and her pants wrapped Christ around her neck. And my father decides to be chivalrous, and so she doesn't catch a cold, and decides to instead, for her to walk in, puts her on a Home Depot lumber cart. So he props. Oh her my on God! On the big orange push cart thing, right? Yes, well, yes, why did yes, he yes, bring yes. her? That's not a good idea. She, she's in her bloomers. I don't know. You know, I, I, I mean, I took Ryan to Home Depot once for a pair of cement shoes. <laughs> we were returning a so <laughs> So he puts her on the shopping cart, but then realizes he has to push around this this wet vac. So he puts the wet vac in a shopping cart and has my mom push it. So they make a little choo choo train. Oh my that, god! Yeah, because the wet vac has the wheels on it. Yeah. Yep. Dracula so they... pushing your mother pushing the shop back. Yeah, he should have put her on right. the blow setting, and you could just jet <laughs> jet yourself around, propel yourself around. <laughs> Uh, and so they, they they stroll into Home Depot and they try to return this thing. And the people lady's like, do you have a receipt? And my dad's like, no. And the lady's like, well, just give us your credit card and we can return it. He's like, I just lost my credit card. So now he's lost his credit card. Oh, here's an ice cream cake. <laughs> telling me all this. I'm like, so basically, a guy just shows up with a vacuum. Yeah. yeah Home, De- <laughs> yes. Home Depot is not playing if you don't have a receipt game anymore. They're getting strict with the, right. uh, yeah. the right. economy. <laughs> well, I mean, pan- he's taking, he's taking notes from Tommy. He, he's lucky he didn't cut holes in the... <laughs> In the dry vat. I'll have the boysenberry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now... I was about to say, I'm sorry, I don't now. mean to make jokes, but then I realized that's a lie. Sorry. sorry. I, I don't mean to make funny. I feel bad for you, but, it, you know. So go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's cool. It's I'm cool. sorry, man. So you sound I'm trying like to process exasperated. It. I do. Um, it's funny it's, when it's you tough. look back and everybody's alive anyway, and the, well. That's why it's Well, funny. the other thing is if that... this had a bad ending, it would not be funny, yeah, Tommy. But. It's, uh, you know, well, they're, they're also it, buying... Another survival story. They're buying the wrong tool for sucking out the base with this, this useless no, trip. that was my fault. Yeah, that was my fault because yeah, I thought that I didn't realize the scope of it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so I said to my dad, please tell me at this point in the story you just turned around and went home. And he goes, no, we went to Costco. And I was like, oh... <laughs> Okay, and how did that work out? And he's like, well, the same situation. I go, oh, but Dad, they don't have big carts like that to put Mom on. He's like, no, they do, they do. And so I said, let me guess. You went to Costco and put Mom on another cart and 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 and, and trolled, trolleyed her in. And he's like, yes, but the two ladies out front started yelling at us. They said, you can't bring that woman in here like that. But my dad says, why not? Free country. What are you talking about? <laughs> bring the woman in here. And, 
so he's like shopping. He's like pushing my 76 year old mother on a cart and she has no shoe on. And the lady goes, but she doesn't even have a shoe. And my dad, yeah, like, why don't you no, mind your fucking business? <laughs> yeah. exactly. And my dad goes, my, fuck, my dad you want to get a shoe police? Right Jerk <laughs> off. Buy the shoe. That's a good point. My, my dad goes, we're, no, we're here to buy the shoes for her. The That's world's totally exploding. Reasonable. Oh, I don't have a shoe on. Fuck you. Bad sales. So, busy bodies. So he pushing my mother in on a cart with no shoes on, no pants on, and her pants wrapped around her neck with a black eye through right. the store. But you see, my parents are too old and out of it to understand the importance of masks. If usually you go to Costco, if you don't have, if you show up with one shoe, they have like a rack. They give you it's like a restaurant where they give you a suit jacket, it's like a steakhouse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 They didn't have masks, so they got no masks on now. No, oh. because they don't understand. Like they can't comprehend the reason for yeah. wearing masks. Yeah. So the lady says, "No shoe, you can't come in." No, no, no shoe. Come on in. Come, no no pants, come on in. shoes. No service. <laughs> no pants. Nice. No shirt. No <laughs> shoe. No problem. But you, uh, no, no mask. That's no. That's a. That's okay. No problem. If you have one so shoe, you can go halfway in. <laughs> Do the so hokey pokey. They start strolling around the store, and basically the manager comes over and tells them they have to wear masks. And so they hmm. fumble with masks and they put them on. But then all of a sudden, and if you can put a shoe on, we appreciate. it. He gave him masks, didn't he? He gave him their own. I think they did. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they gave him masks. Yeah. And then five minutes later, my dad gets a tap on the shoulder from NYP, uh, Nassau County PD. Oh. Who, did you call him, Tommy? Stop yelling, Mario, please. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> did you call him? Stop yelling. Mario. Turn your mic down and stop yelling. I'm going to reduce my mic loud. Hello, FBI. <laughs> my mother has one shoe on. I thought she's looking suspicious. APB. <laughs> And so they were like, what's going on here? And my dad's like, oh, we're just here shopping it's for like shoes. the shoes on the other foot like, now. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, can you explain why your mom isn't wearing any pants? And my mother's like, no, they're right here. My pants are right here around my neck. And what the, the fuck like, country is this? Free spirit. And, These guys got um, nothing to do. Back in the 60s, we walked around with no pants all the time. The fashion police. Burn the pants. Is she, was she, is she, she's not nude. Right? She's like underwear or something, right? Is it just I underwear? Know. I don't know. All right. I, okay, good. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't fucking <laughs> know. She had, like, a little skirt thing on, right? She had something, like, a sweater or something tied, I hope. I hope so. I'm having, like, traumatic chills right now just going through Sorry. it. Sorry. You don't, right. Mario, this is Mario's fault, by the way, that he made you tell the story. I, Keep speaking. Yeah. Uh, this is good therapy. It's only $15 for a copay. Yeah, you love it when it's not you. <laughs> Get a free haircut. <laughs> and blood and so they asked about they asked about the black guy, and my mother's mm, like, she I fell. See, I see. I uh, see. She and, when did you first... and, some... and somehow they decide to let her go. So then they go through the store the way I just described and came home. And That's what I do. I'd be home. standing there with no pants. I'm going, am I being detained? You know my rights. <laughs> am I being detained? Yeah. Am I free to go? And, and my dad comes home and he tells me the story. And I literally, my brain just did two things. My brain sent the following two emotions down to my body. And I literally started bawling, crying. And burst into laughter at the same time. Same time, like yeah. I cried it's like and laughed. The theater of the pain. Overlook. <laughs> so, yeah. how long have you and had then... these feelings about your mother? Jesus, Thanks, Mary. <laughs> and um, and then my brother was on speakerphone, and I was like, "Hey, Pete," and he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, uh, uh, "Did you catch all that?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Where is? Am I on speaker?" And he's <laughs> and he's like, the, "He's like the car keys are on the table." And I'm like, "I on speaker." <laughs> And I'm like, where are the car keys? He's like, oh. he's like, they're on, they're on the table. And I'm like, can you go pick them up? And he's like, right now. I said, yeah, go pick up the car keys. And he's like, all right. And then he picks up the car keys. And I go, do you have the keys? And he's like, yeah. And then I turned to my dad on the phone. And I was like, you are never, ever, ever 
ever going to drive your car again. Oh, ever again. Yeah. Well, we know was the last the last time he got into the accident, we should have put the clamp down on that, but it's, it's hard Just to take stop. Take the tires him, off the car, yeah. Tommy. <laughs> there you go. He'd be fucking we didn't even talk. spark it down the L.A. Listen, I heard all the deers upstate had a similar meeting about you. I, I hate when people say, listen, right. it drives me nuts. We didn't even talk about the three accidents he got into trying to get onto the cross island the week before that, dude. Yeah, right. So it's just that's right. Three, three in, in thirty minutes. Three so had the wet back road, but the car was still <laughs> able to be driven home. So they they swiped the side view mirrors off of it. Oh, yeah, my friend, so, my, fr uh, my friend's uh, mother, uh, she started uh, like uh, losing, and she would insist upon driving, and then the car would be returned with the side all cracked up and stuff. And uh, like yeah, you yeah. take the car out, she'd be like, and she's Irish, she'd be like. I don't know what no. you're talking about. Couldn't we invent like a giant rubber car for old people? Yeah, that <laughs> rubber car is called Shady Pines. Elon, in, Elon uh, Musk is on top of it. Giant rubber car. Just disconnect the battery. <laughs> no, it's no. Just, just lock, lock the door. Things. It's like you're in the fun house. Boom, boom. You know what you do? You get a, you get a picture of Home Depot. And you tell them that they're in the, they're driving there, and you just you <laughs> move the picture of smock and just pretend you you work there. So Tommy, what happened to the drive vac? Is it still at their house? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess I'm going to take possession of that sooner or later. <laughs> man, I got to say that was really traumatic to tell that story. I'm oh, shaking. Man, I, I can hear oh, in your Tommy. voice, and I'm sorry. And I, I, I you know, I, we get a phone call. I hope it's cool. Life is crazy, man. Yeah, sorry, Tommy. It was much funnier when you were telling me. Home Depot. Uh, Go ahead. It was funny. And be, be quiet. I get a phone call. Shut up. Hello. Call here on the air. Is it time to talk about heavy fucking metal? Or yeah. What? <laughs> uh, we need some lessons. We don't know what we're going to ask. It's Woody. I got your theme song. Just happened to be on. Heavy Metal Maniac by Excited. Hey, it's Woody High from the band Mighty High. What's up, Woody? How are you guys doing? All right. Woody told me he'd be listening and judging to our uh, metal. That's <laughs> Woody uh, uh, is in a band called Mighty High. He's in a, an accountant, and he lives in Brooklyn, and he knows every single thing about heavy. I would yeah. wait. I bet Woody knows more about heavy metal than anyone in the entire tri-state area. I put money on it. No, that's Except not Cat true. Terminus. No, was who's who's I better? Don't, I don't. I don't know about all the poser stuff that you guys like, and that I don't. I don't like. I don't know anything really about the Chuchi death metal or the grindcore and all that other nonsense. There's hey, a big why family are tree. Metal. Well, it's funny it's you say metal. that. I'll tell you later. I got a game later. It's not crap, not crap. We're gonna do metal, not metal. I didn't want to give it away. Let's try that. I got a whole game. <laughs> it's because there's so many different facets. But who's really metal? There's so many. You know, Woody. I'll I play with you. Really Is like metal. Sorry, Woody. Yeah. I Mario just is like Alexa play uh what is it Manfred Mann dubstep or something <laughs> Manfred Mann So how you doing Woody it's it's tax Manfred season Manfred you're very busy No I mean I'm curious to hear how you guys handle this because I have a copy of Handle uh, this of Catherine's book <laughs> and I've read it many times so I'm curious to see what uh, Can I see a show of hands cuz I'm watching you guys on the internet How many of you actually read her book Well there was no copies available to me the interview was just yeah, booked last week She wasn't week, able so. to send them in time Woody she wasn't able to send them but what you buy it though you could buy it on Amazon Maybe this you need to came be doing out this in uh, 2013 Correct You were Correct. supposed to have read it by now sort of metal Right the book is called yeah. Louder Than Hell uh, the definitive oral history of metal and you could uh, you could buy that at your bookstore or Amazon they Woody, have, did you learn uh, anything you know, about Adam, metal they from have it? A copy at the uh, library at Grand Army Plaza. Have you read it? I have not. Was there anything in the book that you were like, 
that would they, like uh, Tommy asked, anything new you learn, or and was there anything really like that's bullshit? I know that's not true. anything no, in the, the book. Part, angry. I thought it was you know I th- you know I skipped over the chapters about like stained and disturbed and all that other crap. So I've never naturally. I don't even want I, I don't want that music. information anywhere in my in my mind. The Sorry. main question I have is, you know, in the, the very first chapter on the first page, they refer to Link Ray as a surf guitarist. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. You want to know? You want answers? <laughs> Link Ray is. A... Yeah, I mean, surf music was isn't like that, ten isn't minutes. Isn't that accurate? Ten, you know, like ten years after Link Ray started playing. Uh, that's on. your favorite band. That? Ten years after. Ten years after. <laughs> ten years, I do like ten years after. Do you? Is it Alvin Lee? What, what oh, you, isn't Link Ray like the, one of the the birthers of of that genre though? Hmm? Yeah, but hmm. they refer to him as a surf guitarist. He's not a surf guitarist. Oh, well, we'll ask that for sure. It seems like a, that really sticks in your cross. <laughs> well, I mean, it's page one you tried in the, the history of heavy metal. You've got all these young jadrules reading it, trying to get the real history. Yeah, well, when you text me, you said it was page seven. What's the real story? Oh, I'm surprised seven, he made sorry. it to page two. <laughs> I, I'd like to and everybody were, else to school read. me. Woody, need, Woody read a book with uh, no naked lady pictures in it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Woody, Woody, who do you think is the, is the originator of heavy metal? What band started heavy metal, in your opinion? Mighty High. Oh, it's got, I mean, it's got to be Black Sabbath. I mean, yeah. you yeah, know, they're, first concert they're about Deep Purple. They're not really metal, but I mean, you know, it, yeah. if you want to say who's like the first band... Um, you know, that really personifies metal that is Judas Priest. Judas right. Priest, you know, made everything a little bit faster, a little bit harder. They added the leather, the studs, right. and everything like that. Um, it, do, you, right. can, do you think Helter Skelter is a heavy metal song? Good question. That is. Uh, not really. I mean, you know, it's a hard rock song, and it definitely had, it, I'm sure it influenced people that played heavy metal, but, you know. How about Penny Lane? That's for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I mean now we're talking about like that's where heavy began. Yeah. <laughs> Old blood uh, So what about a uh, blue cheer, I deep purple, and Led Zeppelin? It's so you I know mean, it's, heavy it's too, tough to, but they're not really metal. I mean, well, yeah. it's hard rock. Well, Ozzy, I think in, in the book uh, or in an interview I read with uh, Catherine, we'll talk to her at eight o'clock. Was that um, uh, Lemmy said that he that Ozzy told Lemmy that Ozzy didn't think Black Sabbath was metal. But they didn't yeah. consider themselves metal. Hard rock is separate theory. from metal. I have a theory that metal is is, is an evolution. You know, it it really starts from the blues <laughs> yeah. to rock and roll to hard rock to metal. It's it's a true progression. You know, sort of like no so Woody, I got a question for you. Crack the uh, code. Surprise me with a metal band that you can't stand. Like I'm, when you say you can't stand this particular band, I'm going to be like, are you kidding me? Go on. A metal band that I don't like. Yeah, that I, that we all assume you would like. You know, I have, obviously I know you're not going to say Cinderella because I can imagine you're not going to like them so much. But, <laughs> but like yeah, if you look through I mean, like I'm Megadeth, no one that I like Motley like Crue. He does love Beans, my Tom right. Kiefer impression. <laughs> not, you're not a Motley yeah, I like, fan. I like John. I like John's impression of Tom Kiefer more Shake than I like. Shake me! Give me a My gypsy! I can't get it that high anymore. I have a question for Woody, and the rest of you will probably laugh at me. I was wait about what about Ryan's night. question? Well, I thought he said I thought he said it was the Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Oh, Motley Crue. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. My question is: I saw this young man last night on the on the television, the on the Saturday Night Live. His name was Machine Gun Kelly. You are so I old. To, I saw is this he supposed to be young like, man is on this. Like bad? Is he good? Is he bad? 
because I was kind of digging his kind of what he did. I, I, actually, I never watched the musicians. I don't watch them. I'm digging what you're laying down, his son. I kind of liked him. His young man. Well, he ironically, had Mario, he, he portrayed one of the members of Motley Crue in the Motley Crue uh, biopic. So is he heavy metal? I don't know anything about that. Does he get a thumbs up, or is it like Green Day? When I say Green Day, you all go like, ah, yes. You watched it. Did you think it was heavy metal, Mary? I thought I it have was no idea. Yeah, I thought, I it's all the noise, Mario. I want to know what, like, what you know, know, know what's cool and not cool anymore. I'm not in that not anymore. Chances are, if it was on network television, it wasn't that good. Is Machine Gun Kelly good? Do you like him? Do you like him, Goody? Woody? He's Mario. He's part of this like new new age of like young rocker like pop star kids. Yeah, pop. Probably not. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard him. But if it's from this century, I'll probably say crap. What is the ultimate? What's the ultimate? He doesn't metal man. What's the personification of metal? What do you? It's hardcore. Oh, you gotta, I mean, you got to say Judas Priest, starting with uh, Sad Wings of Destiny through um, Scream Judas for Vengeance, uh, Defenders of the Faith. I mean, that's, you know. When you think the word metal, it's definitely like Priest, right? Or maybe oh, Iron Maiden. Woody, Woody, you're going to hate this. Where, where, do you, where do you put Iron okay. Maiden on that list? Number one. I mean, I mean it's, it, you know, I would, Judas Priest comes to mind first just because they, you know, they were a little bit earlier. But, I mean, really, Priest and Maiden are the, the, the two big ones that personify metal. Metal. That's metal. I think. Woody, it was March 10, 1978, and I gave God's Judas Priest and Angel an F+. Plus. Wow, that's a terrible show. What happened? What drugs were you on? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you West didn't write that? DeLuca, first F+. Plus. Prominent, I was at the Nassau Coliseum. No, that's the wrong one. I was at the Palladium, eighth row, right center. Yeah. I had great seats. You, he's got everything written down. It's crazy. I missed gods. I missed gods. Judas Maybe Priest sucked? Is that oh, what you're trying man, to say? the gods are rocking oh, I did like Judas Priest was the better of the three. I didn't like heavy metal. So why'd you go? Well, I went to a bunch of stuff. I went to see Carrillo, <laughs> Derringer, Rush, Mahogany Rush, Aerosmith. That's another good question. Woody, is, is early Rush metal? I was part of the Middle Village. You know, we're going to train you to be a, a racist early uh, 1978. Right. That was high training right. in Middle Village. Become an a argument, racist. Can an argument be made, Woody, that early Rush And I'm like, metal. no, I think I like the punk This guy's rock. just going to do my whole show, right? Yeah. Okay. The, the main reason I'm calling in is to let Mario spew all this stuff so that he won't interrupt Catherine the entire time that <laughs> yeah. she's trying to talk. Thank you, Woody. Thank you. Woody texted me. He goes, uh, it's Mario's birthday today. And I was like, oh, that's that's weird. Like, Woody Thank usually you, Woody. just texts me uh, insults and not reminders. <laughs> and then later on in the day, another text came through. He goes, uh, you know what? You should get him for his birthday uh, a, a, a week off. <laughs> yeah. He's good on those bars. He's... At least he's still on Pagania High. What are you doing on that page, you Yankee fan? Just leave us alone. He's a sports maniac, Woody. You don't even know. <laughs> Love sports ball. All right. It's 10 to 8. What, what my suggestion is maybe you play some heavy metal, some Judas Priest, well, Slayer. I will tell you. Start to get your questions ready for the, for your guest. That's a great suggestion, and we'll be back with Catherine Term. And thank you, Woody, in about Let's 10 run. minutes. Let's Here's party. a little red and blood coming at you on CBS. Thanks, Woody. Good luck. And uh, please continue listening and judging as uh, we uh, screw up a heavy metal interview. <laughs> I hear the blood raining. It's like Tommy's basement. Now you're speaking my language. Slap the garage. Back after this. Little Slayer. Coming at
Just a little super knock coming at you here. Live from the Barrage Radio Nope. Let me, uh, how do I get out of this? My God. Now I, my, uh, my, eh, thank you, Adam. Adam's on top of it. Uh, yeah, I could do a radio show. Can you guys hear me? Everybody can hear me. Is, uh, unmute yourself. Unmute myself. And, uh, we're back. Is everyone, uh, <laughs> is everyone here? Unmute yourselves, please. Thank Everybody you. left you, John. Everyone left. That's all right. I'm used to it. I'm here, babe. And uh, everyone, unmute yourselves. It's uh, your own responsibility, apparently. <laughs> if you've <laughs> never you. used Zoom before. <laughs> I, it's like a first time. Every time I use it, it's like the first time. First time, long time. Use it again for the first time. Um, we're joined. Uh, if, can you hear me, Catherine? I can hear you. Can you awesome. hear me? I can hear you. Thank you very, very much for being on the show. It's, uh, sure. We appreciate it. Catherine Terman has written the definitive book on heavy metal. It's an oral history. It's available on Amazon. This is called Louder Than Hell, and uh, I, it, is, it is available. I looked it up before, and I'm going to order it right after uh, <laughs> we're finished because I didn't get it. Thank you for uh, joining us, Catherine, and uh, I hope that you're down to talk about some uh, some – some metal. Well, as long as it's Link Ray, I'm in. <laughs> Do you care to answer uh, the angry caller before? <laughs> <He's mad. laughs> he was mad that uh, you called him a, a, a surf guitarist. I don't know why he's angry about that. Do you care to address that? <laughs> well, uh, haters get in line. Um, <laughs> no, I, I will say, you know, it's uh, 728 pages or something. So if he thinks we made one mistake, that's fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the book yet, so if you could just read uh, all the pages now on the, on the air. Yeah, let me begin. Once upon a time. Yeah. Is there anything, uh, when you read the book now, after all these years, is there anything that you'd be like, man, I, I want to I add this. I should have uh, I, I should have interviewed this person. Is there anything you wanted to change wow. about the book after all the time has passed? Well, first you think I read it still. That's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know, I have a co-writer on this, John Wiederhorn, who's yeah. a great metal writer done a lot of books with uh scotty Ian and other people um <clears throat> our main thing was we'd like to to write a follow-up which is going to be you know i think i can't remember exactly when we had to turn this book in but jeff hanneman had just died oh, yeah. player i know so uh you know we we managed to rip that back from the presses effectively and get that in there so I guess we'd really just like to maybe even do a 10-year anniversary. But the problem is it's so long uh, that the publishing company is like, no. I mean, and we cut chapters from this because, you know, it costs money to print. And basically that was sure. why we couldn't go as long as we wanted because it's already over two pounds. Yeah, I was and, reading that uh, you cut the uh, the Doro Pesh uh, parts out of the book. <laughs> I've, no, she... <laughs> I've met her at an Iron Maiden concert once. It's so weird. I got her autograph when I was like 18 or something. Yeah, she lives on Long Island, I think. Oh, that's um, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, yeah, she's incredibly nice. She and, was great. Uh, so, yeah, she's just a down to earth, great. You know. Did you did anyone um, that you interviewed that was cut out of the book like confront you about it or anything like that? Like, oh, um, only in a teasing way. But yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think because I wrote the grunge chapter, which well, I mean, I don't. I guess you could call it grunge, but it was. Uh -huh. I get yeah everything from that era. Um, 
And those guys will tease me about it when I went to like Mike Inez from Allison Chains and said, hey, I had to cut, you know, so now every time he sees me, he's like, I won't talk to you. I forgot about that whole, because, you know, if you think about it, like early Soundgarden could be categorized as heavy metal, right? It was even Very early. much so, yeah. And I think, I mean, the main thing that I did, I, uh, I'm from Los Angeles and, you know, when grunge happened in the early 90s, a lot of those bands were coming down to LA and playing and I had gone up to Seattle. So I interviewed a lot of them in the early days, including Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. And I, of course, I was working at RIP, which was a metal magazine. So, uh, you know, I'd always ask them about their early influences, first concert they saw, and every single person was saying Judas Priest and, and you know, New Wave of British Heavy Metal. So all that was in there. Um, when you the do the, chapter. I'm sorry, when you do uh, all these interviews and you compile this, this, comprehensive book do you do you have to get like do you have to get permission from all the uh you know people you're working for when you did the interviews it seems like so much work <laughs> it took us four years my gosh and wow. um <clears throat> the reason i mean basically what happened was john wiederhorn had uh met a book agent who said you know let's work on something and then they kind of came up with this concept and i'll give credit we this concept is patterned off the book um Please Kill Me, yeah. which is a, you know, a punk oral history. Um, and so the the agent said to John, you should get someone as a co-writer because you can't know every genre, you can't have every interview. And so he reached out to me because I was West Coast, he was East Coast. We had some slightly different, um, you know, favorites in the genre. And also we both had a huge backlog of interviews. And without that, it would have been really hard. Yeah, right. it seems like uh, I was just thinking about the process of how how, how uh, hard it must be to put everything in order with so much information and you know to, to sequence yeah. it. You know, yeah. And I didn't I didn't even answer your question. I realized now what we did was we went and got permission from all our old publications uh, where we'd done past interviews, and then for current new interviews we basically just told them what we were doing you know hey we're interviewing you for this book and you know just the same as any other interview we did have to get i mean i think we listed everyone in the back where we we took uh you know interviews from john wrote for uh headbangers blog mtv and uh we actually we couldn't get every interview we wanted so yeah, we, i was gonna ask is there anything that you really regret not getting or someone who stonewalled you or didn't well I was, I know, I, you know, I was listening earlier, you guys talked about Deep Purple, who, again, aren't, uh, I don't know, specifically metal, or not like Slayer metal, right. uh, but we wanted Richie Blackmore anyway, and we could not get him, you know, speaking yeah. of Long Island, I think he's out there somewhere. <laughs> um, Long, heavy metal really does live on Long he's Island. He's walking around Costco with no mask on right yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're we're yeah. in we're in like Dan Wilker uh, anthrax territory over here flushing Bayside area. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, last time I last time I saw Dan, he was at Duff's, which was very metal of him. Yeah, um, he is one hundred percent metal as well. Wow. We had him on the show. You used yeah. to hang out at Duff's. Uh, I think I can't remember why we were all very there. Good. I think yeah. we were meeting a friend from out of town, so everyone kind of coalesced at Duff's, and it was. Uh, I've only been there like a half dozen times. I live in. Uh, I'm near Prospect Park, so I'm near Lucky 13, which is... Oh, like, yeah, sure, yeah. They I dance on the bar right. over there. Sure, yeah. Another yeah. Bar. Yes, I, I like that place a lot. Yeah, I, I like that place a lot. It's a good room. 
it's, yeah, I hope every I hope everyone survives this nightmare. Yeah, what do you think's gonna? What do you? I have to ask everyone the same silly question that no one knows the answer to. Do I don't know. I mean, know. you know, I like St. Vitus. Yeah, obviously, I, I see stuff other than metal, but I go to St. Vitus quite a yeah. bit, and I know those guys. We played at St. Vitus. I, I don't uh, mean to make a bit. My, I have a band that's not a, actually Artie Shepard. Not yeah. a. Uh, that's right. Um, I, I got a free. He gave me a free T-shirt. I got a free T-shirt. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I, I we played it. at St. Vitus once, and and the guy told us to turn down, and we're not a metal band. And uh, but Megadeth was there the night before. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck? You didn't just, you didn't tell Davey Stain to turn down? <laughs> Probably. <Right>. Sure. No, <laughs> it's a good place. <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, like you. I mean, you just asked about compiling everything. It was um, super stressful. I guess <laughs> you know the only way we could really do it as we did was pretty much chronologically. Um, yeah, that was the only way that made sense. And, and then we did something which I guess other books don't do. We we did little introductions at the beginning of the chapter or somewhere in the middle to kind of connect things and some some true. I won't say true journalist because I think of myself as one, but people are like, you shouldn't have that. It has to be only the words of the people. I'm like, we just no, you got to make it kind of flow out, you know, or somehow yeah. you can't just put interview, interview, interview. It's like, you know, yeah, well, yeah, it was, be... uh, it was a huge process. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. Uh, so, and we were, it's we both a... our first books. So we were just no clue what to do. Pretty right. much. Have you done any other books since then? I haven't. I well, I seven hundred twenty-eight pages. Give her a break, Tommy. <laughs> no, I um, I started working with uh, Mina Caputo uh, from Life of Agony, formerly Keith, mm -hmm. and um, I was going to do her autobiography, but then she kind of decided she didn't want to. I was having a hard time getting it done, and so we kind of just put a pin in that. I've contributed to a few other books, but I actually don't know. Um, I don't know what I do. If you have ideas, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. Get, how'd you make the move from LA to Brooklyn? And uh, is a uh, how's that work? It's and snowing. It's, it's snowing now, by the way. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's right? <laughs> um, uh, actually, it was cool. Um, I, I've been here almost 16 years, I think. Wow. And uh, Alice Cooper moved me. Uh, and not physically himself but, uh, <laughs> he's 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 uh he's he's a fit he's a fit yes guy. he's very fit he like my sofa up the stairs so you you pro you produce uh alice cooper's radio show is yeah that, nights with alice cooper nights i've been alice doing cooper. that like i say almost six that a, you you could go to nights uh with alice com and actually um there's a link i think it plays the sh you could just look at the shows playing like 24 hours on a loop. Yeah, it's kind of it, cool. It streams. Uh, it's a day late from the live show, but it streams 24 yeah. hours. And but it's on a regular terrestrial AM, FM, and, you know, it's on all over the world. I was going to say, is it, is it on Sirius too? Nope. No, it's on Terrestrial. Nope. So when you listen to an amateurish uh, radio show like this, does it make you sick? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I mean, because Alice is. Uh, you know, he's not like a professional broadcaster. He doesn't try to have the voice or the smoothness or, right. you know, he makes fun of himself. So he's, it, that's, so I don't even know what professional is. It really well, I mean, seems just like a normal. In, in so many ways. But no. quickly to backtrack, um, I've been working in classic rock radio in LA at a show called Rockline. Yeah. Which was also syndicated yeah. forever. And that ended. And then um, they were starting the Alice Cooper radio show. 
uh, a syndication, a radio syndication company, which is actually who I work for. I don't work for Alice mm -hmm. himself, United Stations Radio Networks. And they're like, you know, we've got our main studios and offices in New York. We'll move you here. I'm like, done. Wow, nice. So when, yeah. you, when you produce the show, or, you know, I'm not sure how it works. Does he record a bunch of shows in a, in a row? Do you guys uh, knock a bunch of them out at once? That Now with this, everything's remote? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's all voice tracked. Uh, it's actually, it's a lot of, it's a lot of radio. It's um, five hours a night, five nights a week. Wow. So, Holy wow. cow. Yes, it's a lot. Oh so God, I it's kill everybody. 45 is. hours a week. It is. It is. You're pretty good at math. Really? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot it's, so every show is five hours yeah but it's uh it's music i i can't think yeah. how many songs per right. hour or whatever but basically he just does the voice tracking where he sees the list of songs and we write kind of a script out like you know here's where you say this day in rock here's some emails that you can read right. And so he voice tracks a five-hour show in 45 minutes. Right, okay. Um, yeah. And when he's on tour, he does it from his tour bus, from yeah. his catering room, from oh, wherever. Man. And his bass player records him and uploads it for us. And nice. We put in the music. The only thing, uh, the only Alice Cooper story I have, and everyone wants to hear my stories, not Catherine, because I'm a selfish person. Uh, is that there was wait he came out with a song uh, called Hey Stupid and it was a video right and it was like a, yes. remember that there was a, a kid the kid on the roller coaster well mm -hmm. the the Hey Stupid kid the stu the guy is stupid he lived in our neighborhood and you like come to the bar and it's it's like you know there's just no there's just unrelenting ball breaking like uh, in Queens you're not getting away with any of that like it wasn't like oh cool you're in the video everyone just Hey, stupid! Hey, stu and <laughs> wherever he went, and this poor guy, he's like, "Shut up, leave me alone." That's amazing. I, I wonder how he got cast in that. He's pretty, yeah. <laughs> stupid like a frog. It's like a casting call room full of people pretending to be stupid. What's two plus two? Five. You're hired. <laughs> yeah, it's the bone I was. Is, I was born to play. Is it? Uh, do you guys uh, uh, get along after you guys friends? He seems like such a, a regular guy. I don't mean to sit here and ask you about. Yeah, that. he is. It's funny i i just try not to overstep my bounds so i'm probably not as close as i could be even like you know his wife will always be come stay with us i'm like oh, i can't stay with alice and run into him in the kitchen in the morning it seems too weird <laughs> I, so I, I i keep Breakfast. it professional but i mean uh you know occasionally i'll go out to dinner with him or i'll uh you know do some event or something with him but you know we don't he's out in arizona that. right yeah, he's in, um, I guess, near Scottsdale, Paradise Valley. Yep, golf country. Yep. Give you nice uh, presents for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even exchange this year. It was such a screwed up year. Usually yeah. he sends me, like, he'll do something jokey. I have a, a slight persona on the show, which I, I make myself that way because it's partially true, that I'm like a drunk redneck who likes Leonard Skinner. Um, <laughs> and who so, doesn't? I know, and, but that's true. Skinner, I, I've seen them almost more than any other band. Really? And I love, I love whiskey. I love yeah. big guitar stuff. I love all that. And um, whiskey bottle. What'd you think of that band. documentary? <laughs> um, of what? what? Didn't I just that's, watch a Leonard Skinner documentary? No. There's, there's a million of them out there, but there's one that came out in the last couple of years. I think I cried. I saw that. Probably yeah. It's crazy, yeah. man. I, Captain, I have a question for you. The album where the whole band is still on fire. Remember right. right before they died? Is that worth anything? Because I was a big Skinner fan right at that moment in time. Right, right. right. I had tickets for the Madison Square Garden show that never happened. Are you eating? Oh, shit. Really? Yes. 
I, not eating. Go ahead, sorry. I think that was the Street Survivors album, and then they pulled the yeah. Flame cover quickly after that. But I have I have a copy, and I look I looked it up years ago. It wasn't worth much because right. I guess there's so many of them yeah, out they there. Sold but of copies already. Yeah, I, I did want to share my uh, Alice Cooper 1980 at the Palladium store. Right, right quickly, please, sir. Oh, guest. All right, so I, I have a pop. list here, and on that list, I did find Alice Cooper. I never liked Alice Cooper as much as my, my buddy Joe. Catherine, he's got Greg, a list of every show he's gone Greg to, and he gives set this up. He's in got 1980. A, go ahead. Okay. And so, uh, where is it? I'm, I had it right here in front of me. Uh, yeah. Catherine, John oh, was prepared. just trying to say that Mario's got an ongoing list of every show he's ever been to. What seat he was, was in, what drugs he was on, uh, what and he gives he him a rating, and now he can't find it. August 15th. Pretty epic list. They did better than Judas Priest. Judas Priest in 1978 <laughs> got a, a plus, sorry. But they got a B plus, and I was... That's good. Biggs and Merg, I said it was restrained but rocking. Why would I call it restrained? Hmm. And I was first row, left center at the Palladium. Wow. And this is what year? 78? 1980, oh. August 15th. And then I went to, I see another show right after that. So we went out to the front. We went to tracks and saw another band after that. But I, that was a crazy night. Same wow. night? Same wow. night. Same you have night. a note of what drugs you're on? I do have a note. But what does it say? Not, I don't know how to say in front of mixed company. Okay, I understand. <laughs> Some psychedelic. <laughs> when you work for uh, uh, Rip Magazine, I wanted, I was kind of curious. Is there like a, because I used to, you know, we're, I'm 40. Six, a couple of days. Uh, we, 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 I had all those metal magazines and stuff, and I wondered about the politics of how, you know, because you were you were the editor in chief of the magazine, right? So who was like was at the end? Yeah, like what are the policies of getting on the cover? Like it's like ah, it's Sebastian Bach with no shirt on, uh, and the real metal guys get mad. Like how do, is, is there a balance between like putting like a, <laughs> the the hot dude on the cover Axel for Rose. the for the for the girls? Uh, as opposed well, to like uh, you know uh, King Diamond, <laughs> <laughs> not um, not the heartthrob, right? But you, I'm trying to think if we had Sebastian without a shirt. But you know what we did have? We had. <laughs> oh, I have it on my wall, my friend. <laughs> no, I, I have I, I have the Pete Steele Playgirl centerfold. Oh, <laughs> oh is that, uh, sorry, he's totally like naked. Yeah, he did <laughs> but, a whole Playgirl oh, thing, dude. Right. He did a Playgirl thing, full frontal. He did. Uh, I, we got we an expert over here. We did have that in our office. We actually had, because uh, when Rip Magazine was published by Larry Flint, right? So it was pretty. Uh, Larry Flint, right, right. Anything right. you know, we were hats down, off uh, to Larry. Yeah, <laughs> we were down the hall from Hustler and uh, Beaver Hunt, and that's great. It was the same building. <laughs> oh yeah. So what so was it? off to Larry. What was it? Us. Sorry, I, I know oh, this. We're, we're all over the place. It's like seventeen uh, people talking. I apologize. We're never going to let you answer a question. But, uh... <laughs> it's like it's like interviewing a band. I'm used to it. Um, <laughs> what, what's it like uh, working for Larry Flint? Did you work closely with him, or he was just like the publisher? And you never really. Got no, it? when we, um, I mean, I was there on and off for like eight years. It was my second job after college, wow. and Lon Friend was the editor. Mm. He's the one who hired me, and um, he wrote. He wrote two books. One was kind of about his experience at RIP. Um, and Larry was actually not involved for a, the first few years. He was either, I hate to say this, I could, I guess he'll lawyer up. I think he was in rehab and he was having, you know, drug problems and issues and all that. Cause you know, when he was shot, uh, he had a lot of problems. Yeah. And sure. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he came back somewhere in the middle of the magazine. Um, 
right around when they were shooting People versus Larry Flint, which I don't remember what year that was. That was a good yeah, movie. You know, I, I, the time is going by so, by so fast. I, I think that movie came out. It's crazy. It's about 20 years ago. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because it, it was a consumer magazine on the newsstand, we had to put sort of whoever was hot. And if that was Sebastian right. Bach or if that, you know. Kip Winger. Some shit Kip like Kip that. Forget, yes. forget about the. Forget about the front of the magazine. I was obsessed with the back of the magazine, all the merch shirts that you could order, like mail order. That was my jam. I know. I kind yeah. of wonder, like, if you have those old issues and then you look at, you know, write P.O. Box and get a shirt for nine ninety nine. Exactly. Was there yeah. pressure to in those magazines, like, uh, to, yeah. to, to put, uh, like, you would have to put, like, push uh, gear in a way that was, like, you know, kind of editorial was there blurring the lines between like a, an advertisement or was there money exchange i don't know wow, that's a that's a good question no we were very uh, very strict about um you know separation of church and state we had a gear column which i didn't write um uh, but yeah i don't think there was much of that except you know, it's probably the same as it is now with magazines. You know, people are hoping and pushing and dropping hints. But, I, you know, there wasn't like the payola like you used to have in radio yeah. or anything like that. Tommy bought that magazine because it had the tablature for uh, Dr. Feelgood on the, on the base. And there. <laughs> Just a bunch of zeros. On the you mentioned uh, Lawn Friend before. Are you friendly with uh, a good friend of mine and a former guest of ours, Anthony Boza? Um, I know him, but we're not pals, no. Okay. I mean, He's so. in he's in Brooklyn actually. One of these days we'll have oh. to introduce you. He wrote Slash's book and Tommy Lee's book, and I'm sure you guys would get on really well. You know. Wait a second. Yeah, Slash and Tommy Lee didn't write those. I got ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually. Uh, I was looking through some of my old notes from a year or two ago, and there was supposed to be a a muse a Broadway musical of the Dirt. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> No, I know they made a a movie out of it, but I didn't know musical. Yeah, there was supposed to be some kind of musical. I mean, I you know, with Broadway closing, who knows what happened? But I think they were casting for it a couple of years ago. But obviously, it's not happening now. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of writers yeah, he, in Brooklyn. So uh, yeah, he was a, he was a senior staff writer at Rolling Stone for a bit, and uh, so I don't yeah. know. I thought maybe you guys knew each other. I knew uh, that um, I was reading that you uh, were a talent booker for the Sharon Osbourne show. Can you tell us a little bit? bit about mm. how that kind yeah, of yeah that was funny actually i got that because of that show Rockline, and ozzy and sharon were always coming on that show and then when sharon got her morning talk show uh and the radio show had ended i'm like oh my god you know i've never worked in tv but i've booked guests and it's the same thing right and somehow i got the job i you know you know my first job in tv it was terrifying i it was on the studio lot um and uh so sharon was great to work with i mean her only the only issue i would have or i the whole staff she was just very late to things and slow to things and but you know so the, the executives were like where but she was never bitchy or or anything she was just the coolest but the main problem was they didn't really know what to do with her you know now she's found her niche this was yeah. of course um i guess was this I guess it was after the Osborne. Yeah, it was right yeah, after, it was right the, after Osborne. the Osborne. Yeah. Right. So, you know, everyone loved her on that show. And so they gave her a talk show, but they didn't realize she was like kind of hardcore. And she, we wanted to book rock bands at that time. Jet had come out. If you remember them, right. that are they going to be sure. there? So we wanted to have all those bands on. Sharon and I would talk about, she said, let's get some lovely young boys with long hair. And <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. That's what I love too. But then the people are like, this is a morning radio show for older women staying at home. I mean, a morning TV show. We need right. like 
Ido and, and you know, Kelly Clarkson. You've got to so- yeah, soften exactly. it up a we, bit. Yeah. And so that was a big, not a big fight, but it was all very confusing. Sharon's like, why can't I have the bands I want? And I want Biohazard, goddammit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At 8 a.m. with your donut. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, it was just very difficult. And, you know, they said, oh, we're going to have the bands do live performances. So I, I book a band for live performance. And then the the engineer guy's like, we don't have uh, enough everything for a full band. I'm like, ah. it was a super, right. a crazy launch. And that's why the show didn't last. I guess it was all, you know, everyone going different directions. But it was. Catherine, were you a, were you a, a big uh, show goer? Like throughout was, your life, a lot of shows? I was and am. I don't know if I have the list of, you know, 1990. <laughs> oh, can I borrow that? I'll, I'll check what I've been to. In cross-reference, yeah. I'm just, you can see that. that goes all the way back to 1977, where he's watching T-Rex at CB's. It's pretty ridiculous, that list. No, 76. Oh, Black Sabbath was the first concert. Oh, wow, that's a good wow. first concert there. What yeah, was your so first I, concert, Catherine? Start with the best. You start with the best. What the heck? Everything's I know. Dying after so you, you've been to a lot of shows, though, in your life, obviously. Yeah, I think actually, I mean, I'm going to age and date myself, but I think I was in junior high in Los Angeles and I saw Queen at the forum. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I was like 13 or 14. You, I want to take a peek at oh, your, your record collection. Cool. How'd they let you go? I couldn't go to a concert. You collect records. Well, sneak out. I think my mom didn't know, but we actually, this is so embarrassing. We had, uh, I mm-hmm. think my friend's listening, or she should be on here, Anne. Anne's mother took us because obviously we were too young to drive. The cool mom. Um, hello, hello, Mrs. Blankenbaker. And, um, Hi, Anne. Wherever you are. And yeah, and people were, you know, smoking pot around us. And I was just so freaked out, like, oh my God, I feel like a nerd. And the mom's probably freaking out. But uh, so, yeah, Queen was, I think, the first. Was that your first show? Yeah, just, I think yeah. that was my first one. And then by the time I was 16, I was going to clubs in LA, which is how I saw. Guns and Roses and all, 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 all right, that. You're going to the whiskey with a fake ID or something? Or I guess they didn't even check oh, yeah, that. Did, did they? Oh, I had a fake ID. I had a fake yeah. ID from Arizona. Did you have a fake name? No. Was, uh, 18, 18 was the age when you were 16, right? It wasn't 21. Yeah. 18 um, in life, I mean, you got Drinking was always 21 in, in California, but some like Whiskey and Roxy and Troubadour, I think, right. were 16 and up. And then the rainbow, if you want, wanted to go there and hang out with people, that was 18 and sure. up for girls and 21 for men. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, what was your favorite of the LA clubs? Yeah. Thursdays, Thursdays. Girls drink free. Shut up, man. Yeah. Cat Club, Whiskey Go Go. She knows the yeah. She lived there. That's funny. I think I actually liked, uh, I liked the Troubadour quite a bit. And then there was a club called Club Lingerie. Um, it sounds like a you know, a go-go club or something. But I mean, I saw everyone from, well, actually, you know what? Cat House might've been way up there when Cat House opened, even yeah. though that was just a once a week thing. But, you know, I saw Megadeth there, Guns N' Roses, Faster Pussycat. I met the Alice in Chains guys there uh, when they first were coming to town. I felt so bad um, once for, for, um, for Alice in Chains. Down because, that club? But, yeah, Tammy Down and Ricky uh, Ricky Rackman. Ricky Rackman, right? I saw Alice, the one time I saw Alice in Chains. They opened opened up for Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax, and the, oh, yes. the Headbangers Ball. The I felt so bad for them because it was at Madison Square Garden. All the house lights were up, <laughs> and Alice in uh, Chains is up there, and everyone's like Slayer fan there. They're getting booed and shit thrown at them because like they nobody. They, I, I was like, oh man, they opened up for everybody. I feel so bad for these guys. This this yeah. this is a shitty gig. 
Yeah, if you're opening for metal bands at the garden, though, that's a tough gig. You know, if you're, yeah. it's like, bring that's on tough. Slayer. It's like a comedian up there throwing bottles out. Yeah. I think... Catherine, I want to. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to ask, uh, as a super mega fan of the band Guns N' Roses, having seen them over 35 times. Not metal. What, what was the <laughs> first time, do you remember seeing them in L.A. as they were kind of erupting on the scene? Do you remember how their very first show you might have seen them? Well, I'll tell you my story with them briefly so uh i was dating a band dude um not surprisingly i guess and he needed his bass player was leaving and he needed a bass player and so the bass player said oh my friend's moving from seattle i got a guy for you and that guy was <laughs> duff mckagan oh, yeah. so i i knew duff before he joined guns and roses hold uh, your seat tommy hold on to your seat Tommy. you said bass player right? <laughs> he was 20 i think and i was 21 or we were both in that age and you know he played with that band for a while can't and drink then, fastbacks and the farts yep, yep yes actually he's very knowledgeable I, I don't know how nerdy you want to get. I can get super nerdy. Let's do it. <laughs> now, the guy who left the boyfriend's band, his brother was maybe in the Fastbacks. His name was Al Block. His brother's Kurt Block. The Seattle thing is so incestuous. But anyway, so I knew yeah. Doug. And then he joined Guns N' Roses. And so I probably saw them at either the Troubadour or a place called the Music Machine, which is, was on the west mm-hmm. side, um, where I also saw a Spider- We're talking like what? Oh, really? 80, We're talking like, what, 86? No, 80, 87. Or uh, 85, probably. 85. I think they, yeah, they formed in 85, yeah. Appetite came out in 86. Right. I was in college. I, I was at USC, and I I have zero friends from college because I was out all the time at clubs, so I had no uh, <laughs> real college experience except for the, Fuck the school thing. But, yeah, so I saw guns and, and clubs, and then they would they had a side project called The Drunk Fucks. Not a side project. This guy, Wes Arkeen and Duff and Del J. Yeah, Wes, rest in peace. Just get up there and be yourselves. Yeah, so um, so I saw, I definitely, that was the, kind of the crowd I hung out in, for better or worse, and I lived. Very cool. Yeah. What about what about Cantor's? You used to hang out at Cantor's Deli? You know, Cantor's occasionally... I went to, uh, it was called Ben Frank's then, which was the other one. I think it's Mel Steiner now. But yeah, Cantor's mm. is cool. I, I definitely would go there a few drunken nights. And um, <laughs> yeah. I had, a, I had a friend who left Middle Village, Queens, and went to LA to achieve stardom. And they formed a band called Snatch. It was like the craziest heavy metal. Wow. One, one time hit, one album. What was that? He's gone on now. He's actually still in the music. <laughs> he went on with thing. his wife now to inform Fanny Grace. They still play, actually. <laughs> but, I should snatch was the ultimate in heavy metal Guns N' Roses wannabe with the handkerchiefs and the, the, everything. Are Guns N' Roses metal? You know, oh, Catherine, we have a friend on the show named uh, Joe Gorlick, and uh, he was down. Uh, he's terrific drummer, and uh, all the all the bands that he was in, he him and his uh, friend. This is the best metal name I've ever heard. He said they formed a metal band and they called themselves Osmium. And we said, why did you call yourself Osmium? Because cause on the periodic table, it's the heaviest metal. Oh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> like oh, it's like Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yeah, that's the heaviest metal. Wow. Yeah, why didn't Ozzy name an album? Forget Osmosis. When you were writing um, as, as, as a woman in this, um, you know, it's, metal is like this typically masculine, you know, it's kind of like a, cult of like uh, almost like wrestling and stuff did you what did you uh <laughs> you, did you face a lot of obstacles like that and sexism and uh do people or you know try to give you a hard time great question 
Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Um, yes, a little bit, but I think, like in, in my very early days, I mean, I started writing when I was like 18. And like if a guy I was interviewing or someone would hit on me so and that I was interacting with professionally, I always sort of presumed they were joking and I kind of ignored it and laughed it off. That's a good strategy. <laughs> um, like I remember Brett Michaels from Poison, who I'm sure you guys all love, you know. <laughs> that was actually my first concert. Yeah, me too. Huh? I saw him yeah, like twice. What do you want to interview? He said something like, uh, hey, why don't you come on the road for just a couple of days? No one will ever know. It'll be amazing. I'm like, oh, thanks nope. for the interview. Bye. No one will ever so know. It was, mostly, it was mostly shit like that. I think it depends how you carry yourself. If you're, right. you know, I went to journalism school and I, I didn't even want to be a metal or a music journalist. I just wanted to be a journalist. So, um, there was a few times actually Lon Friend, who, you know, was my editor for so many years, I wanted to do an on the road story, which is something that you can't really do these days, just because little almost famous vibes. Exactly, People exactly. Know. And so I wanted to do that. And I was going to do it with this band called Gangrene. Sure. Uh, yeah, I remember Gangrene. <laughs> sure. Right. And they're like, I think he and the manager, someone else are like, eh, we shouldn't send her out because she's a woman. And so I didn't end up going, but I did end up eventually doing that sort of thing and it was um it was good it was fine i don't yeah so i don't think i mean maybe i don't know the times that i've been stopped from doing something or maybe i was getting paid less than loan and i didn't know it you know right. whatever percent yeah. women get paid less i, I should have kicked brett michaels right in the balls that would be great <laughs> I don't know why. I just figured. He's yeah. like, you think you think he was like hey uh you want to come on the road i'll show you what's under my bandana I'll give, well, you, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's not here. It was so early. He barely needed the band. I, it was, Poison was a funny band. When I was 14, I like loved Poison. They were like my band. And then I, you know, I, but it was fun. It was a funny band because everyone was from like LA. And then CC DeVille was from the Bronx. He's like, hey, how you doing, you piece of shit? Like, oh, exactly. like it was just such a odd thing. But they actually. It's like you see the Yankees game, a slice it thin. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're from like Mechanicsburg, Shippensburg, all that stuff. Whoa, yeah. don't slander Shippensburg that way, Tommy. One of the birds. <laughs> One of the birds. Yeah. Who else ain't on you? <laughs> For me, it was Poison into Def Leppard. And I remember when I was 13, Ugh. I kicked and screamed trying to go to a Def Leppard concert. My parents wouldn't let me because I was too young. Mm. But, and uh, then you saw Kicks and, and Scream. And Ap Appetite for Destruction changed my life, you know, and then from there, you know, then eventually things came on the Ramones, Nirvana, and there's an evolution, which leads me to my question. We were speaking earlier with a fan of the show and a junior metal specialist, Woody uh, McDermott, who asked, yes. a, we, were, we were talking about the various different metal bands, and I said, you know, I feel that metal is an evolution, you know, like, can you pinpoint the exact start of metal, or do you think it's an evolution that starts from blues to rock and roll to heavy rock to heavy metal and so on and so forth to punk? Like, How far back do you want to go? Two guys banging or two rocks together, and then... Uh, you know. yeah. Exactly. Well, I was listening to that, and um, I think he said, or you guys agreed, sort of on, um, on Black Sabbath, which is where I mean, if you're talking to just an ordinary person on the street, I guess you would say, yes, metal began with Black Sabbath and it's evolved. I grab every random person on the street and shake them and yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> you could just put it on a T-shirt. It started with Black Sabbath. Yeah. Do you agree with that sentiment? I do. Again, though, as you guys were saying earlier also, that neither Lemmy nor um, Ozzy think of them thought of their bands as metal bands right right i think ozzy was trying to do like a you know they thought they were a rock band they, they, they like yeah. the beatles and uh yeah i mean 
you know, Alice Cooper also, I don't know, he doesn't, well, he's not metal, but sometimes people throw him into that category too. I mean, I think all those guys, because of their age, started loving the Beatles or even Elvis Presley, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the yeah. Guys I think bands like uh, MC5 have a big integral part, and sure. not necessarily metal, but like in changing the direction. You know, every every so well, often. Well, that's funny you bring that up, that... Tommy. I do want to ask Catherine about the MC5 Alice Cooper um, overlap there, because they're both from Detroit. It must have must have been around the same time. Like, how how does that work? Is there the the connection there? Yeah, actually, well, in in louder than hell we do yeah. have a, a section called which i'm i wrote i wrote most of because i love the detroit vibe yeah. uh called proto metal and it does have right. it even has the stooges mc5 um um, um uh, dean Rispler, uh, uh, manitoba <laughs> i almost said blues traveler blue cheer um and right. so i did and even mountain i, t- I talked to leslie west rest in peace rest in peace Long yeah Long um and so we did talk to all those guys. Detroit definitely, to me, has a distinct sound and vibe. Um, even Nugent, and uh, you know, when he was, uh, what was his psychedelic thing? Strangled, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that Detroit scene then, I guess there was a club, Alice always talks about the Grandy Ballroom, which was some amazing venue where everyone played. And he, his, Alice has a new record coming out called Detroit Stories, and it's got uh, a couple covers cool. of older Detroit bands. Um, so yeah, that's one of my favorite, I guess, scenes that whole garage punk thing. It's just but, it's strange to me that like um, you know the MC5 and Alice Cooper and Ted Nugent, those three bands, they sound completely different to me. And I was wondering, like, as contemporaries, what did they what did they think of each other? Were they, were they playing together and stuff? Did they feel like they were playing the same kind of? That's interesting. Music, well, even though when I listen to it, it sounds it's it's like three separate worlds. Well, me. it's almost right. like the Minneapolis thing with like uh, Who's Could Do and the Replacements, like similar but different, uh, a little different. That's good. Yeah, that's a very Prince. good correlation. Yeah. I don't know. I think you know Alice and, and Iggy, you know, were both uh, very you know showy frontmen, obviously kind of mm-hmm. uh, stunt, shocky guys. But that was their personalities, and they were on drums. Or are, 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 they friend, are they are they friendly? Yeah, they're definitely friendly. Uh, they I can't stand each I mean, uh, Alice, Alice even loves uh, Bob Seger, who's also from that early era. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to think. Mark Farner, uh, um, Grant Funk, right? Yeah. So, but, yeah. We, don't we right. know a guy who has a dog named Mark Farner of Grand Funk Railroad? Is the <laughs> full name of the dog? That's great. Max That's, Power. Yeah, that's kind of wacky. So I don't know. I, I like that question because uh, those bands are all definitely covered. I don't know. They had, the, the, I guess, the, the volume, certainly, of metal. That, uh, I, do you think that Alice Cooper, um, you know, because of the way he dressed and the, the show and everything, he's pegged more as metal, even if, even if the music doesn't necessarily reflect that? Yeah, I think, I mean... You know, if he goes out, sometimes people think he's Ozzy, or I mean, like if you don't know, know who in the world that you know, if you're just a a person who's seen something on TV once, then Ozzy and Alice and everyone all blend together in one kind of yeah. But I will say that Ozzy, I mean, um, Alice later in life kind of leaned more and more metal, but in, in the beginning, he was kind of doing kind of more hard rocking, hard rock, wouldn't you say? Like right in his earlier career. 
performance yeah. art. He's performance art with the yeah. body. And, and, yeah, definitely yes. performance for sure. Yeah. Right. And I mean, he likes, he's a huge blues fan, like, um, mm. like Paul Butterfield and um, British blues stuff. And Monica player. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he loved the Beatles and the Yardbirds were like his favorite yeah. band. So um, cool. Yeah, he's Alice definitely doesn't listen to or like metal like like he's not going to be like oh Pantera's coming or, or whatever. Right. <laughs> I don't. What is there any uh, takes on the? Go ahead, John. Go ahead. John. I was going to ask, what are your takes on the book, or where does Led Zeppelin fit into all of this? What's your take on that? Well, they're sort of, I guess, in the same boat as maybe Deep Purple and Van Halen is where they're not metal but they're so important to metal right. that you have to include them and that they could also uh, you know i guess play alongside a lot of metal you know if you had a bill that had led zeppelin and mc5 and what you're saying is exactly what i was picturing but like where would you fit acdc because they really seem to this is all on my list too. This is so we're covering it already because it's an interesting question. It's the panty, the Group like you, she says I mean, in the they, book, they rock the... so much, but they kind, they're almost I know. metal. It seems like, and they could be metal, but they, but I don't, everybody just seems to understand this too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, it I, blends I, a lot of blending. I mean, yeah, uh, Van Halen does know. ice cream, man. Is that that ain't metal? Like right, I mean, they're obviously not Sepultura, <laughs> but at the same right. time, who is right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess the other thing is when a band is so popular, like ACDC, I don't know how many they've sold or whatever, but I mean, metal has a teeny bit more underground appeal than that, maybe. I mean, like, right. you know, even though Slayer sell out the garden a couple nights in a row, yeah, I was there. We people the still chairs. don't know their songs like they know ACDC songs, who would also sell out the garden a few nights in a row. So, right. I don't know. There's, it's. I wish I had the answer. I, um, in the, I, I've, I've been asked to ask this question. Uh, that's uh -huh. not actually true. I ended up, but uh, in the, in, uh, is it stand back for Exciter or is it stand by for Exciter? I saw you guys post that. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's a big sticking point among the uh, metal nerds. Well, didn't you? I mean, you guys have looked it up, right? What, what, did, I, what did the internet stand say? back for Exciter or is it stand by for Exciter? It's, it's hard to hear what he said. Back sounds more logical. Yeah, back sounds. I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I'm the back camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rob wrote our um, what did he write? He wrote our afterword in the book. Nice. But I neglected to ask him that. Oh. Have you guys read his book, by the way? Which, I, don't I have read not. What's it called? Have you looked at the pictures in Rob Halford's book yet? Yes. <laughs> I, I teach art. I love pictures. Mario is holding Rob Halford's book up like a centerfold. Catherine, <laughs> is there any any artist, I mean, agnostic of the book, just in general metal overall, that you think is completely misunderstood or overlooked that should get more more credit? credit? Um, love, hate? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just blackout, kidding. In the, blackout in the red room. Blackout in the red room. Red I'm room. glad you asked that. It's kicks. I have a I kicks. <laughs> I do love kicks. Watch yeah. it. Um, I, I had a kicks uh, tape when I was growing up. I, you know, I not that I can think of. TNT That's a really good question. I mean, I guess there's a lot of bands that I loved and wish were bigger, but none of them were strictly, as you say, metal. There's a band called, um, interesting by their name, Masters of Reality. Um, they put out one or two records and I just worshiped 
them. I, I love them. Their singer, this guy, Chris Goss, he went on to produce like Eagles of Death Metal yeah. and Bias and all that. So that was a big thing. But is Granger the is, so, Yeah. We had a uh, Noel Monk on. It was a former tour manager of Van Halen uh, mm-hmm. during their heyday and also the Wacko. And he made, yeah, he made, he made quite the character. It's but enough time has revenue. passed. I don't think he's listening. The guy's insane. Go ahead. <laughs> he made he, he made a reference to one of his favorite bands, the closest friends, and one of the most popular bands that quote no one's ever heard of was a band called Gasoline. Do you, wow. you know them? They're from England. He said it, he said in a country of five million people, they sold three million. No, in records. England, they're called Petra. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard of them. But actually. Mm. Just today, weirdly, as I was doing Alice Cooper's script for the radio show, I discovered a new band somehow called Loot, L-O-O-T, but they're from 1971, and they had Springfield in them. Wow, no kidding. Really? (laughs) Check that out. I I know how I found, I was looking to put a cover into the show, and I looked up covers of Eleanor Rigby, and there's some band called Loot, and there you go. So there's so many bands you have to discover. I'm not doing my good radio job explaining to the audience that we're... Yeah. We're talking to Catherine Terman, and uh, she's written a book, and it's out. It's called Louder Than Hell, and it's the definitive oral history of metal, and you should go out and get that immediately. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I was going to ask. This is kind of I wasn't wrapping it up. I was just throwing that in there. <laughs> <laughs> throwing a plug. Catherine didn't ask me to plug anything, by the way. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I forgot oh, that. I, anyway. Sometimes I forget I'm uh, on the radio, and I just want to ask, like, uh, Paul Deano or Bruce Dickinson, go. Paul Deano. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Dio or Ozzy? John. You I never know. Excuse me. Like I'm in the middle of a bit, Tommy. Uh, Dio or <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? Dio or Ozzy? We well. Yeah, it, you never know? D- 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 Dio solo, Ozzy and Sabbath. Sorry. Uh, is that no, acceptable? Answer, answer. Joey <laughs> Belladonna or Neil Turbin? John Bush. Ah! The dark horse. You know, I wrote Joey Villadana or John Bush, and I, I'm like, wait a second. I got to go Neil Turbin. You know what? Um, John Bush, so you, you does it, when the character of a band changes, I was a huge Anthrax fan when I was a kid. It, when the character of a band changes, even though the guy's a better singer, uh, I'm not sure what the question is, but you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, I do. Does the and, band change, the, the personality of the band? Well, I mean, what about, I mean, I'm sure the same question is Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth. That was my next one. And... David Lee Roth. Um, oh, really? No, it's the guy from Extreme. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> I, I even forgot Whatever, about it. Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, maybe it's the, is it the first the first singer that you heard with that band that you always liked better? I think that's yeah. Well, it's here's nostalgic one kind of thing. Hold on, time. The um, did you have you heard the the when? All right, so they uh, they Anthrax redid like all the old songs with John Bush and the uh, did they? yeah. I forget what the records did. They just they re- they, released they asked they released that. You mean like Indians? All the classic all the, all the classes. They asked the audience to pick the uh, titles, oh. I believe. And then they redid them all. And uh, aside from the John Bush part, whatever, the playing is like 10 times better. They're like freaking, they're firing on all cylinders. My God, that Charlie Benante is some drummer. Holy shit. He is. Thank you. Charlie's. What about something like uh, uh, Brian Johnson versus Bon Scott? I mean, that's kind of a tough one if you think about it. It is. Well, I mean, I guess the the thing is I never saw them with Bon Scott. Right. Mario did. (laughs) 
Yeah, ACDC. I like you. Yeah. You're pretty good at predicting everything I've that, written uh, down. Thank you. I was very disappointed that Rainbow canceled, but ACDC was the backup band. That's wow. crazy. That's that was enough. I would have to play to him a lot. You're at a pretty good show if ACDC's the understudy. Yeah, six, exactly. Six throw, Scott. Six throw Palladium. I, I don't know. I must have had an in for the Palladium. Is no, you have terrible that? taste in, in music, too. Uh-huh. you got to consider that. I mean, I guess I would say Bon Scott, yeah. but I've only seen them with with uh, Brian. Brian. So. Well, wait, don't we have to or, add Axel to this? I was going to ask you that, all kidding aside. What are your thoughts on I, I, people going to shit it? But like, just want to. I'm curious from your perspective, you growing up with Guns N' Roses. What were your thoughts of Axel and ACDC? Do you think he pulled it off, or do you think it was just no good? Well, this is a terrible. Uh, this is something I have regrets about. Um, when I heard that it had happened, I was just like, "That's sacrilege! I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to go." He's tearing and, up your ACDC poster. And so I ignored it, and I didn't go see them. And now I regret. Um, I actually went to see it. I, I saw it at the garden, and I got to say, this was the time where he was doing the reunion shows with, with Guns. And right. I have to say, Guns. at times, this is coming from a massive Guns N' Roses fan. I would say mm-hmm. he actually was better suited in ACDC than he was in Guns N' Roses. Like, I, I thought saw he them, really pulled apart. I saw ACDC wow. right before that, um, and uh, it was it was funny because it was it was the it was the singer of ACDC <laughs> instead of Axel Rose. Um, pretty good. Yeah. I so I. I don't know. I do regret that I was just so hard-minded about that. Um, I think he got it. It's kind of like when Brian Johnson got it, when he took over after Bon Scott died. He got like the the joke or the character or the the, the bit of of the whole thing. So Axel did. You put on the skin. Yeah, he did that. The skin. (laughs) Yeah, I think. (laughs) Gross. I know. Yeah, well, there was that. uh, There's a couple Australian bands who obviously are kind of ACDC Jr., that one called Airborne. Or um, Rose Tattoo. Yes, I love Rose Tattoo so much. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I do love that kind of vibe and sound. But, yeah, Axel was probably the only guy who could have done that. I just was so mm-hmm. – I was kind I'm of surprised just Dave Grohl didn't step up to the plate. Yeah. Well, some I mean, people said Mark, Mark Starace, too, was a candidate for that. Back in the day, or you mean currently? I I get I don't know I guess back in the day, I don't here's here's one that everybody's gonna throw things at me about Cliff Burton or Jason Newstead. I was gonna ask that same question. Well, you well, you have to you can't hear one of them on the <laughs> That is true. I mean Cliff because yeah. I mean I don't know I, I guess I know too I'll say I know too much but I not really I just mean that. Well, those are the albums, everybody. Yeah, but that that you know, when Jason joined, he wasn't really allowed to be himself, and he wasn't yeah. in the, the early right. days when they were all forming their sound. So we don't really know, you know. When you join, know. when you join Metallica at that at that point, and even uh, when uh, uh, Trulio joined, like, you're you're a higher gun, and you got to yeah. like go with the, you know, Metallica yeah. to tell you what to do. It's like you know, yeah. this ain't Flotsam and Jetsam, pal. You know? Yeah. Actually, Catherine, we actually were lucky enough to have C.J. Ramon on the show, and oh, cool. he told us something really fascinating, that he was twice asked to be the bass player for Metallica and twice turned it down because he had to take care of his son. I thought he Austin. tried out. Oh, shit. No, he turned it down, John. He, he's like, I, I thought I he tried out and kid. didn't make it. But I have to go back. Oh, maybe. Wow. I don't listen to the show. Yeah. It's a little bit maybe right before or just when the book was coming out, but what's your take on kind of this like the new metal deaf heavens of the world. Like, is that stuff just goofy or is it like legit? I mean, I don't think it's goofy, but it's not, it's a little too ponderous for me, I guess. I mean, I like, 
doomy sort of stuff or sun or I don't I just don't right. mm, I think it's really interesting and kind of intellectual, but it's not, it doesn't speak to the, the gut to me. Oh man, what about like, uh, yes, does sleep fall into that category? And uh, Probably. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go see them once or twice, but they're not something I'm going to listen to. Yeah, I, I, I get the, the whole best. thing and the aesthetic and I like it. And then uh, I went to see yeah. uh, Ohm, which is, I guess, members of sleep. And, and uh, like halfway through the first uh, hour long song, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You mean the Am first I... the first movement? They're playing the same <laughs> exactly. fuck. It's still the same note. Still the same. Yeah. Still the same. Well, I, I should put some of that on in the back rooms and like cleaning or something. And that's kind of yeah, what yeah. I feel it's right. for. Right. Where's the best scene for metal these days? If uh, any particular <clears throat> city you would say that you would, where it's happening more than, or is it the scene kind of not even there anymore? I know COVID's a thing and involved right. in all this, but even if you pretend for a second it's not, I mean, what would you? You know what? I don't know. Um, it's probably obviously somewhere in Europe. I would think it's still probably somewhere like yeah, good answer. Norway, South America, Sweden, Finland, or yeah, South America, or maybe even Mexico. I don't know necessarily. I you right. know I don't think it's anywhere we know like you know LA, New York, Austin, Seattle. I, yeah, these I, metal bands uh, go down to like you know South America and all. It's like you know they sell two hundred thousand seats or something like yeah, that. They're, they're, they're mad for it. Stadiums, you know? mad for it. Yeah, John Hula. I was going to say, John, I sent you a list. Do you want to explain the list to, to Catherine? Uh-oh. Uh, what, you texted me during the show? Are you crazy? Yeah, I'm check it out, John. <laughs> Too many devices. Too many devices. I have a whole list. Of you guys ruined my whole game. I got nothing. Crap, not crap. You want to play a little crap, not crap? She's too nice to play. She's just a crap. Uh oh. I bet you she'll, I bet you she'll throw some I can bars. I hear you. What, you. what is this we're speaking so of? We. We play a game here called Crap Not Crap, where basically John's going to read you a, a rapid-fire list of bands, and you simply have to say crap or not crap. A lot of people play. It's kind of a speed round, and uh, it's kind of fun. What do you think? What do I win? Uh, uh, more appearances. Uh, free on appearance. The on... A, a book deal. Uh, Mario's going to send you a, a, a COVID mask with the uh, thing on it and a postcard. Um, I'm too nice. Too nice. Too nice. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, I, don't, you, I, don't, I don't mind. No. You don't mind? But, you don't mind? Okay. But, Go ahead. She says, "Do it." All right. Let me uh, just see if I can work a phone here. All right, crap, not crap. Uh, here's Tommy Rockstar's list. Uh, if you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, please go ahead. Uh, the Foo Fighters. Crap ish. Deep Purple. <laughs> not crap. Nirvana. Not crap. Queen. Not crap. The oh, White Stripes. Not crap. Prince. Not crap. Tommy, put a crap in. Sex Pistols. Not. Crap. Hey. Rush. Not crap. What happened to my question? Excuse me. Be quiet. Uh, uh, slight hesitation <laughs> there on Rush. Um, Captain Beefheart. Not crap. Yeah. ABBA. Not crap. Tool. No. Not crap. Guns. I just call them guns, you know. Guns, L.A. or Roses? Ooh, um, either. <laughs> Let, let's combine bands, bro. One's crap and one's not. Did you know Tommy Rockstar uh, has all the members of Guns N' Roses tattooed on his body, their autograph? Huh. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> I, I had the same reaction myself. Great reaction. Uh -oh. uh, I'm showing the, you on the, the camera right now. Uh, I can't. I can't tell who that is. We don't know what oh, that is. Oh, there like, we go. I it, see. Oh, it, I think it, it says Soupy oh. Sales or something. Nice. Does it say Puff? Anyway, Duff, please, Duff. Please, please give like our puff. producer your address, and I'll send you your own Maroons mask. I would love that. 
Elvis Costello, right. Grandma. Adam, get an address. I'll send it out. I'll take Mine. it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we'll send you out. You get a free postcard at Mario uh, smiling. With no teeth. With no teeth. <laughs> well, I, I Go ahead, John. They, there's no one who's cracked then, according Man, to me. Right. How about, do, about Dokken? That's a good one, Tom. <sighs> I have to say, <sighs> one of the best interviews I did for the book was Don Dokken. Oh, yeah? Why was so, that? He just liked to gossip, I guess, about, you know. Yeah. Uh, nice. You know, actually, he just said something recently in the press where he said, every musician I've talked to has had COVID. So yeah. he, he just yeah. likes to kind of stir up the shit, I think. Oh, he's, right. he's, he's, no he's taking a piss. Let's right. uh, uh, haul in oats. Not crap. Uh, Slayer. Not crap. Frank Good. Zappa. And is he metal? Not crap and no. Hmm. Traffic. Not crap, but slightly boring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put James Brown? Are you crazy, Tommy? Stop it. Uh, the red hot uh, have different chili peppers. Crap. Nice. Nah, the, the doors very polarized. Oh, not crap at all. Uh, wow. Devo. Not crap at all. The Cure. Neutral. I don't care mm. about them. Craftwork. Mm. Same, even though I know they're important. The Talking Heads. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love when it gets harder with it. I don't like them. Uh, how about uh, the Beatles? The best. The Rolling Stones. Even better. Wow. <laughs> how about uh, Weird Al Yankovic? So painful. Mm. Um, I'm not, I know he's a great guy. <laughs> That's like when you see a band, you're like, uh, hey, uh, I saw you up there. I don't. I don't listen. But right. I think right, we're almost done with the torture. How about uh, Pearl Jam? Crap. Is Queens Queens of Stone Age and are they metal? Not crap. Not metal. Not crap. Not metal. And of course, the 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 coup de gras, the one that it's exactly fifty fifty uh, amongst Drum the roll, it splits please. the entire world, but hemisphere to hemisphere, uh, the most polarizing band ever <sighs> is a crap or not crap, Catherine. Steely Dad. Crap. Yeah! yeah! I'm telling you, we're running this Steely Dan crap train. It's tilting. It's tilting my way. Well, I have to say, <laughs> you, you just have to be old to like them. I'm, I don't know if I'll ever be that old. Even I'm not <laughs> I know one thing I in gotta... this life, and I'll never be older than uh, the, the, steel, the guys at Steely Dan. It could never happen. It's beautiful. I got a reprise that we didn't ask. What about Kiss? Oh, that's good. Our Kiss metal, too. Um, oh, look at her reaction. She's like, ooh, look at that reaction. Yeah, you know. I, I, crap, not metal. Correct. Crap, not metal. You know, that's, that's, that's wow. you're batting a thousand here. What about, I know, I'm talking about New What about Journey? I'm not saying enough crap, so I got to give you some easy crap ones. Crap. What about is uh, what about Heart? Are they metal? Is Barracuda metal? Heart? No. Barracuda is not a heavy metal song. No, but they do rock. I mean, there's a difference dun, dun, between... They get the gallop. And... Dun, 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 dun. You didn't go down like all the bad metal bands. Like, oh. well, you started with Love, Hate, but then like... Stained. Uh, yeah. Corn. Oh, yeah, we could do new metal. You know, you should see my list. You know how hard it is to write an R backwards? Yeah. Uh, murder, what red about... That's a corn joke. Oh. What about the Misfits? Crap. Yeah, is Danzig metal? Oh, she crapped the Misfits. What about yeah. Danzig solo? Not crap. Even worse. Oh. 
Wow. wow. See, interesting. <laughs> Sam Hain. These are just. Don, do the. Uh... I mean, this is personal, though. I mean, that's just right. Or, yeah. in, I mean. Yeah. Whatever factors what you, you feel deserve to be involved. Yeah. You, you attracted to Danzig? No. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> She's like, no. me neither. I just took, I don't know why I just took a shot. <laughs> Who knows? You know, you know. I've seen him within the last six months, which is weird because we're in a lockdown. Right. But I went to <laughs> I, I went to Los Angeles. I'm only allowed to have dancing over. Why did you see Veronica? Uh, let her let speak, please. No, no. I, I went to Los Angeles to visit family, and, <laughs> and the rainbow dancing. was open, and so I had dinner outside at the Rainbow Bar and Grill. And uh, he was dining behind me. And so my friend kept taking pictures of me. So I have a lot of pictures with Dan's angle. I mean, on purpose. I'm like, the 1960s Chateau. There's my Dan. And I'm not attracted to him. And he once yelled at me. So. Did they did they offer him a shirt when he walked into the uh, establishment? <laughs> so no, they offered him kitty litter. <laughs> right, that's it. I, I love Danzig doing normal stuff like uh, take, taking out the garbage, carrying the kitty litter, going shopping. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Stop. one we talked about. Look, he eats raisins. He's he's, one, he's just like a... he's one of us. <laughs> Here's one we often ask that it's a really good polarizing one is Ted Nugent. Oh, that's painful. Um, <laughs> crap person. Not crap music. Yeah, listen. Yeah, that's fair. Crap person. Stranglehold the song. Not crap. All day. Yeah, I listen to Stranglehold all day. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, people. Some people listen to us all day. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're speaking with Catherine Term, and she's, she's written a book called Louder Than Hell. It's the definitive. It's the ultimate metal book. It's it's the freaking Bible. You don't make a claim like that and not back it up. It's seven hundred twenty-eight pages. <laughs> Go it's buy. Like Ken Burns baseball. Is there anything else right um, that that? Uh, that you want to, uh, you know, quote unquote, plug with the Alice Cooper's radio show? No, I, I'll actually show you something amusing, and you can tell me if you can see what it is. Oh, One hundred dollars on eBay. I love eBay. What is it? I'll buy. Whose it. signature is that? Who, who's is that? Rod, Rodney. Ron, Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Wow. <laughs> oh, he had his hands tied behind his back when he signed that. <laughs> John, one, pull please? up the station ID. No, I can't. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm well. Uh, what am I plugging? I have nothing for sale. Um, I, I currently work at Spin Magazine also as the news editor, wow. and so I'm writing a lot of non-metal stuff there and some harder really? stuff as what well. Are you, what are you writing about in Spin? Um, well, as a news editor, we're covering you know whatever's happening with Billie Eilish or the Postal <laughs> Service, the band, or the actual Postal right. Service. Um, so, um, but then I get to you know, do some features and interview people I like. I interviewed nice. uh, Taylor Momsen from the Pretty Reckless. Mm-hmm. She's very cool. Um, so yeah, Sounds like you have a like, very busy and fun life. <laughs> I'm, I'm super yeah. busy. And actually, after we get off here, another freelance thing I do is I write bios for bands. They're, you know, record company bios. And right now I'm in the middle of the Candlebox bio. Oh, wow. Candlebox. How do you do it? Do you have to sit down with them or you just make it up? Uh, Candlebox is from Detroit. <laughs> no, no I just do a phone call with the singer, the songwriter, whoever it is. And right. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a living. It's fun. It's it's good to connect. Catherine, can I ask you a question before you go? Sure. Is Machine Gun Kelly cool? 
Yes. Oh he, he, I don't know why he needs to know that. There it is. Yeah. I need affirmation. Mario <laughs> saw them on SNL last night. He can't decide if he's cool or not. I kind of liked it. All right. So you could like whatever you like, sir. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, I time since I've seen music live, I'm just so desperately clawing at anything. No, I think I have he's a cool. two. Thank you. I have two parting questions. Uh, first <laughs> question is, is uh, we're gonna have a meeting on Dean... how to uh, wrap it up next week. Uh, you guys are like the worst. How do, you, how do you know Dean Ristler? <laughs> Dean, I will tell you how through Mike Edison, who I think you guys ah, former guest. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, let's see. How did that happen? You had that uh, crazy bastard in here. <laughs> Mike Edison had me on his radio show. Um, to talk about my book, and Dean was also a guest, and that's where we met. And then Dean was getting involved with Gimme Radio, the right, yep, yeah. And I was a DJ. He he brought me on. Cool. Dean brought me on as a DJ. I remember specifically we were at a show at St. Vitus. He's like, we're doing this thing. And mm-hmm. uh, Dean Risper is uh, one of the sweetest men I've ever met. Most. Salt of the earth, great guy. Salt no, of the great. earth, gold. He's, so cool. Yep. Yeah, so I had a great time in that show. Um, right, but... a terrible guitar uh, musician and uh, bass player. <laughs> great guy, great guy. And nice my guy. second, I'm just kidding. Second and great. final question is a question we like to ask here in the show. Who's the biggest dick in rock and roll? And why, and is, why it is it Dean Risley? <laughs> Wait, what was the who is who's has there, who is the biggest jerk you ever met in this, this whole and why is lifetime lifetime of writing about music? So, and uh, you've been holding it in this whole time. Tell us who it is, Tim. Who's the biggest dick? Dave Mustaine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good answer. Question, Sorry, because I know he's a big part of uh, Gimme Radio. And interestingly, is I he? listen to his radio show, and he's good. Yeah. But in our interview interactions, it's been um, contentious yeah. sometimes. He's up and down. I'm pretty sure he knows he's a jerk. We're not telling any yeah. tales out of school. <laughs> he's got problems. And, and, yeah, I think he – and Glenn Danzig did yell at me once, but – because I was late to an interview. You've had multiple um, dancing encounters. Oh, man. Did he tell you you couldn't have five pancakes? <laughs> that did not sound angry. angry. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, uh, I think that's. There is. Yeah, right. That's Brett, Brett Michaels, yeah. uh, he uh, tried to get you on the bus. Glenn Danzig yeah. yelled at you in an interview, and Dave Mustaine, total dick. I think we covered <laughs> it all. Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I think we did. Thank you very much uh, for being on the show. Really appreciate it, Kathy. It's oh, very nice well, of you to take the time out, and, this, and I'm sorry to take so much of your time up. Thank you. No, it was very non-craft. Thank I, you. I enjoyed it. Ah, that's awesome. Thank you, Thanks. Thanks for doing it. Well, I hope to see you in person where we can actually, you know, have a, a drink at the garage. Yeah, that'd be we'll wonderful. I'd, li- I'd like to uh, invite you onto my you tour bus when this is all over, if that's I possible. I water, but <laughs> come up. Come up to the Catskills. We'll hang Cheers. out on the mountain. Nobody wants to go to the mountains with you, Tommy. There's a... Catherine I'd love Turner. to. All right, you guys, I'll I'll be listening in, so don't talk shit about me. Oh <laughs> no, we won't. But it's gonna the we show. I'm, I'm just warning it's you now. It's gonna the, the, the show is gonna take a nosedive like you wouldn't believe after this. I would tune out now if I were you. And uh, <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I, Thanks for having me. See you guys later. All right, Bye. take care. Let's, be well. Uh, let's take a little uh, ben, uh, metal break since we have yeah. no sponsors. <laughs> I want a quick shout out to Anthony and. Uh, and Vaughn listening in. Ah, hey, hey Vaughn, don't leave your computer at my house because I won't give it back to you. <laughs> and Murgatroyd, Miami. And Murgatroyd. also Friedman and Sanchez. Well, Vaughn used to, uh, Vaughn was uh, Billy Bragg's road manager. Is that correct, Mary? Sure is, sure is. And then Vaughn was over here. I remember we had them on the show. And uh, <laughs> say a word. Vaughn's like, I left my computer at your house. I'm like, I'm at work. He's like, yeah, but I need it. I'm like, 
The guy. Well, we're, it looks like we're at a stalemate here, my friend. <laughs> tell me that Billy Bragg is actually using his footage now that he shot back then when we used to shoot video of him back in the early days. He's actually putting it up on his website and and using it now. Today. Uh, also, yeah, breaking news: I, I just I just learned that my parents just learned uh, just joined Iron Maiden. So, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> what? No pants needed. My, no pants my parents needed. joined Iron Maiden. <laughs> okay. You mean Iron Shopping Cart? Yeah, man. These jokes are something else. Live from the garage here on Radio Nope. Uh, here's a little <laughs> motorhead for you. We'll be back after these words. See you on the other side. Stop wrapping up my wrap up, you bastard. Yeah. Sorry to uh, give you a short notice, but let's come back there. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh. Let's come back. If you can hear me, anyone out there, Adam, somebody, give a shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life in the Brudge. Life in the Brudge. Radio Nope, we're back. I think. How's everybody doing out there? I figured we'd just come back, right? We were running out of time. We got Tommy's news to get to. We have a Ryan game and who knows what other hijinks. Uh, all right. What are we doing? Oh, sorry. We should do the news. Let's do the news with Tommy Rockstar. What do you guys think of that? What are you playing? Little Sleaford mods? I can't get enough of this song. Fucking love Stuck it. in my head all the time. Nudge it. So you can cook. This kitchen's looking sketchy. Makes your chopping boards up. It's like pissed off working class. Uh... Old guys like me. They just like no one. me. I want to be the other guy in the group who just like sneaks a pint of beer and hits play on the NPC. The other guy gets a vest job. Does nothing. He does like all the music. <laughs> does nothing. Anyway, it's uh, let's uh, do a little news with Tommy Ross. That's a little Sleaford cool. mods. I like them. Oh yeah, this is the best rock. I like this part. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sleaford mods, and uh, thank you. Misfits. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. I love them. Comic book shit. Yeah, I know. They suck. No, they do not. It's bold to crap them. I like that. If I had a time machine uh, and I could uh, go back to when I was 14, not crap. I just can't understand Steely Dan hate. Steely Danzig. Really? Adam, you're a Steely Dan fan? I like Steely Dan. I'm a Steely Dan fan, man. Fuck. And I also like how they were sampled by like all the hip hop groups that I know Pete likes, like De La Soul. That's right. I do like De La Soul. That De La Soul record is mastered so low. Oh, Which yeah. One? Three feet high and rising. Three you can turn it up every egg. time. Thank yeah. you. Egg. 
And we also thank Catherine Terman uh, for joining us. That was very nice of her. And, uh, I thought it was a good interview, right? Hell yeah. Hey, see, Tommy, again, uh, the only part I don't like is that Tommy's like, hey, you know Mike? Hey, you know him. we got to stop doing that, guys. You know, uh, what, Jim? Mike? I asked him. You know, Jim, he lived upstairs. He lives upstairs. You know, Jim? He's in 2C. I never asked that question. I asked her if she knew fellow guest and famous, very famous writer Anthony Boza, who Indeed. both worked at yeah, the Yeah, but hey, you, you, when you marry her, do that. 90% of the time, the friends is like, no. Well, she mentioned Lon Friend, and Lon Friend was an associate of you know, his. She says yes. He's like, yeah, I, I know that guy, too. Cool. Mike Edison was one of our last I'm just in person guests on the show. That was fun. Yeah. Mike, yeah. The I very last one was uh, Ke- uh, Sherry Barkley of uh, Capus. That's right. Right. Yeah, that I have to. Uh, I Adams was. Uh, that was the right before that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, interviews yeah, lots of ways you have to sit around and brag about I have the, to, uh, the list of guests we've had to so the guests we're talking to. <laughs> Let's go through them all. Hey, you know Mark Merritt? We had him. I'll be right back. You have to go. Is everything okay? Yeah, I got to take a leak. Boom booms. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the exact famous, time for the news. I think he's lying. Maybe some. He's like boom booms. What are, what are, Tommy boom booms. Tony screenshot. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy piss stream. Tommy's actually not going to the bathroom. He's going to buy some GameStop stock. Yeah. He's going. Yeah. Hey, uh, invest it. A little tip for your kid, Game Boy. On his sure. burner machine. He's coming back. This guy at work is like, so oh, your son knows about stocks? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. My son is uh, going to school for like finance or something. He goes, uh, hey, call him on the phone now. I want to tell him something. Not... <laughs> call the boy. I'm like, no. He's like, no, I put him on the phone. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hi, son. Is this you? He's some maniac from work. Fuck out of here. I'm calling you. I go, he's busy. He goes, busy doing what? <laughs> guy, guy's like crowbar. He's in. Like, was he flying a plane? Yeah, he's totally involved. Like he thinks he could like, ask me those because he's way into my life. I don't know what it is. Wait, is, is, is the boy into it? Is he wheeling and dealing? Hey, no, no. Uh, I think he's on the Reddit thing. I don't know if he's involved, and but that's his like. Uh, he goes to school for it. My, my nephew. He was like. He's like. like he goes. Um. He goes. He, he goes. Uh. I go. What do you think? Hey, what do you think? All this, <laughs> this shit, huh? I say to the boy. <laughs> what do you think of this shit? I go. Uh. You involved in this? Like he's, like, he's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 ABC. He goes, hey, it might be illegal. I'm like, stop right there, you class traitor. And then uh, I explained, uh, I burned my house down, and uh, I hate capitalism. And, uh, Did he have a birthday? Right. We, 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 yeah, ready for the news? I, I made everyone throw their shoes in the garbage. Almost, Tommy, almost. All right, it's time for Tommy. I have to ask a quick question because I went outside to give a weather report. He talks about me all the time. I could go over and choke him in his house. Oh, come on, Johnny. Were you guys talking about Steely Dan just a little while ago? Because I was in the garage checking out the weather and I said, Alexa, play Radio Nope. And I actually heard you guys just like that. It's amazing. Did you pre-program it or it just comes up on its own? The announcement you want to make is that the internet works. Alexa, play Radio Nope. We understand oh, no, how Alexa works. Back. It's amazing. Yes, it's a wonder. Yes, Mario. Bug your own house. You might as well have Tommy Rockstar come over there with a microphone. Cool. <laughs> you're on. You're on my little round speaker. Oh, yeah. And it comes out of the radio. Gonna, it's like a... little tiny men inside the radio. Now we're going to get a feedback twice. loop, Mario. I can hear double the Mario. Mute him. Mute him. I can't it's have It's a that. time delay. So you can bleep me out. Is there any other technological wonders you would like to explain to us? You, that's, that's you it. pick it's up the telephone now. and uh, Tommy Rockstar's on the other side, but he's not in the room with me. It's freaking crazy. All right, Where what's in the news, Tommy? What's in the news? 
Here's the technology news with Old Man Asaro. Wait, that's the wrong. Well, page am I? I'm on the wrong page. Uh-uh. This isn't the news. This is uh, the vaudeville uh, act, a like silent movie. That's how uh, Cronkite used to open every show. <laughs> wow. And now, Walter Cronkite. Stitlock. Lineard Steinhardt. This story is out of Wall Street. <clears throat> What's your favorite crocus tape? You want to old crocus? Investing crocus. Old crocus. Alex Lifeson looked at his watch at least twice on stage. <laughs> you got to layer the slayer. All right, Tom. Sure I do. Uh, Yesterday. GameStop's, <laughs> GameStop's stock price exploded once again on Friday after the Robinhood app uh, eased restrictions for trading that outraged rookie investors. Metal rendezvous? <laughs> so invest all your money in metal imports. Every <laughs> spare quarter I was putting towards metal imports. <laughs> <laughs> the video game retailer's shares surged as much as 114% to $414 after opening after the opening bell as traders on Reddit's Wall Street Bets forum continued to talk it up. Did you ever the practice game. the news? That's Yeah, this is mirror? perfect and flawless. Uh, while the, I, I think you flawless. should roll the tape back to the beginning. While the stock Jim, when you were in a band, you practiced before the show, right? I think it's flawless. Uh, while I know what you, what you think. On, while the stock took a dip on Friday during its roller coaster ride this week, that didn't oh. stop Wall Street bet traders from saying that they would push the company's share price up to $1,000 or even $5,000. All right, I'll make it 10 <laughs> Sure, I got That's what Joe Biden stock. said, like the old joke. Joe Biden would be like, hey, uh, I'm just... Vote me in. I'm going to give you two thousand dollars. What do you need fourteen hundred dollars for? What do you mean six six hundred dollars? It's an old joke. The old joke. The old joke. They urge each other. So to Herschel says to Marsh, uh, "I'm sorry about the fire." He says, Shh, "Thursday." They urge each other to hold on to the stock through, as the the market was going through turmoil. The fears. You sell that. Hold on to it. Goddamn. Hold on. That's the name of the down. game. They have to hold on to it to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah. listen, I'm I'm telling everybody on Reddit. Oh yeah, I'm holding on. To it. I'm cashing a fuck out. Buy more. more. <laughs> right. Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> the fierce financial frenzy affected many, uh, with the key groups of hedge fund managers. The fiduciary financial uh, frenzy, frenzy on Fidel. Key groups of hedge fund managers losing their shirts to the tune of tens of billions key of dollars grip. by the They're short. Probably hedging Who's their the key grip on that? Yes. The Mets are broke. <laughs> Steve Cohen is finished. Well, Mario, it's funny you say that. Billionaire oh, Mets yes. owner Steve, Steve Cohen revealed on Saturday that he benched Guilty. his Twitter account because of, quote, personal threats. And he got in a fight with the douchebag from Barstool Sports. <laughs> the, yes. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah that, that guy. He, 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 He's such a, a Republican. He eats tool. a pizza. He's a union buster. Yep. But there's like, you know, so he, but he's right. He's like, he makes can, sense. He makes way. sense at this topic. And then Steve Cohen's like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm going to leave Twitter. So. Yeah, he's still crap. Portnoy. It's like yeah. the Mets. Yeah, he's still crap. But both crap. The Mets, like, finally something good happened. We got a guy uh, who's, who's, uh, you know, waving his dick around. He's gone. And now the freaking owner's like, I'm on Twitter. Make a suggestion. And then he's like, fuck you. And he leaves. That's great. They're threatening my family. The stadium's going to close. Boomer Science has told him to shut shut your face, Steve Cohen. 
John, apparently the owner of the Mets lost his shirt, though. He lost lots of money on this. Now, what he did was he, I, he, I don't think he was directly involved. He, he ended up bit, money, helping. Right? He yeah, halfway bailed. Out. Don't let me talk to my own fuck. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, you that said the same thing I did. I don't need to repeat. What, he said he, you mean they financed it? Is that what you're saying? He, um, him and another uh, freaking uh, bunch of jerk-offs, they uh, helped that Melvin Capital uh, bail out. Whatever. Right. I guess my right. own Pete said it better. That was King Buzzo Capital. King Buzzo. King yeah. Buzzo Capital. He's saying, yeah. King it? Buzzo invested his uh, his credit uh, cred in uh, reviews. <laughs> the tune of one billion. What do you want to the, call uh, uh, this right. this this horrible company? How about Melvin? Uh, let the <laughs> let the nerd have this. <laughs> we got a billion dollars. Who gives a fuck? Can we don't you call the company? Go fuck your mother. <laughs> LLC. The Reddit group has been launching uh, has been a launching pad for the populist insurrection in the stock market. Reddit traders have pushed up the stocks that institutional investors Alexa, have shorted. buy American Express, all you can buy. <laughs> uh, yes, they uh, they have pushed up the stocks that the institutional investors have shorted or bet against. Those bets have led to <laughs> losses. Gains. Uh, gains gains. As they share, your as son the on the phone. Soar. You ever hear this? AG. It's funny because it's silver. Uh, yeah, I get it. It's one red is a dish to TRN. We should invite. One Woody should invest in the heaviest metal. What was it called again? Oxia. Oxium. Oxium. Mario jumps right in, like, I can't ever yeah, pronounce yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, let me give this a shot. It's like that stupid progressive commercial. Invest in this. Don't become your father, Mario. Oxymoron. <laughs> One Reddit user dished to TRN on what it was like to be a part of the mother of all short squeezes got that scoop. set unprecedented highs and left many wealthy hedge fund managers who shorted the stock in the lurch. Right. Cohen was quoted as saying, ah, fuck! <laughs> user Flameball54. Meddling kids. <laughs> user Flameball54 tells good. TRN, quote, You guys think he's you... a billionaire now. <laughs> Black Knight. <laughs> Black Knight 75X underscore. <laughs> Flameball54 tells Tyrion, quote, at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of schmucks who are having fun on the internet. Yeah, well, hey, we got that from your handle, uh, schmuck asshole. Yeah, those, those guys who stormed the Capitol yeah. thought they were doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having fun on I, the I, I picked that username 10 years ago. I want to change it. <laughs> the underground forum has long existed as a place for Reddit's not an underground forum. To discuss for it's a major website. Stock purchases <laughs> or risky high reward bets, but it's also shaped by a uh, firm. Did you say risk that... reward? Yeah. Invest in that. No, but it's all... it's helped to shape. <laughs> Go to patreoncom slash Short them. Short them. They weren't distrusted before this. <laughs> we short the audience. Right. <laughs> Adam Kazal was just telling me he was listening to his, uh, he got his turntable set up. He's listening to his risk reward record on the turntable. Big mistake. And this. The sides are wrong. The A is B and B is. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. Really? And if you play, if you hey, this is the wrong side. He's like, I, I, I told him to turn it over. If you play it backwards, it just says, "Kill Mario Asaro. Kill yeah, that's Mario exactly Asaro. right. <laughs> At forty-five, speak <laughs> to try turning it over. Speaking of the FBI, oh full-blooded Italians. Oh, that's oh, yeah. The Fidelity best investment. I was putting all my money in there. John, you want to maybe bring up the old timey piano on this one? <clears throat> Let's take a look. Thanks here. for the production note. <laughs> 
a Pennsylvania lawyer looking into whether the FBI... Hello, has love. <laughs> ...has dug up over a Pennsylvania of old Civil War gold. Is planning to ask a judge to unseal documents in the case to find out the truth. Stop. Tell him where it was. <laughs> William Cluckler told TRN that a magistrate judge in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, has possession of sealed documents from a 2018 excavation case involving the FBI. Jesus Christ, it's a wordy telegram. It cost him six gold pieces. <laughs> and now... Uh, is now demanding to know if the old-timey gold was ever found by the FBI. All right. When you demand the old-timey gold, you, you, you wheel the piano in behind you, and you have the guy with the armbands playing that shit. <laughs> Invest in Mr. gold. Cluckler, Mr. Cluckler represents Finders Keepers, LLC, mm. a treasure hunting company that he tells Tiernan. See, that's not that far away from Go Fuck Yourself. I'm on the right track. <laughs> Cuckler. Uh, Are they related to the Oath told, Keepers? Uh, the Cucklers of, of Harrisburg. Lose out on Can I buy stock in the company? <laughs> they told federal authorities about the investigation site after running into some problems, and that's when the FBI took over the big dig. He's calling the Pinkertons. They stole the gold. Yeah, the FBI apparently stole <laughs> the Mario, gold. Mario, uh, putting it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> they got away. The lawyer claimed... There they go. The lawyer There's the boys. The, the lawyer claims that the feds were are reusing... Are refusing to tell the company if any, any of the gold was found. He added that if the old gold was actually what the discovered, hell are you his clients deserve the cut of the treasure. Right. Cluckler says the FBI's claim that if uh, they found nothing at the site is a bit suspicious, given that the agency's uh, the There's FBI. There's no gold here. Uh, wrong claim, <laughs> yeah, there, friend. Integrity. Yeah, but he says it's suspicious because the FBI's the Jackie crime division cold was involved. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Cold, cold, big show, way before your time. Before your time. <laughs> hey, man, uh, what is that on the show? You guys told that joke, and I have that. <laughs> What's that? Stop. <laughs> Sorry. In another news story. <laughs> Does it ever get easier, Tom? Or is it just as frustrating as the first time it's, you did it? He's handling the pauses really yep. well. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying. He's doing a great job. He's in his eyes. He's just like, through. <laughs> I can't find the Jackie music. He knows how to hit that pause. Let's see Jackie. Let it all fly by and pick it up right again. <laughs> doesn't miss a beat. So. Southwest Airlines tells CNN that it will, now be, it will now be banning all emotional support animals from its flight. You know, I'm glad first. you brought this up. I've been ranting about this bullshit forever. Yeah. Fucking horse shit. That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it up. Bring, yeah, he's an alligator in a uh, plane. You know what? You're a jerk off. Why don't you stay animals? home? Well, Ryan, it's funny you say that. Uh, this in accordance Put all the animals on a plane and crash the thing into a fucking mountain. Put them in the holder and not into the plane. It's cool. Right. Well, Let them fly to fucking funny you say that. Uh, this in accordance with new rules issued by the Department What's of Transportation. What's that drunk monkey doing flying this plane? <laughs> Back in my day. According to the airline, airplane senior vice president... According to the airline, senior vice president of operations and hospitality, Chip Little, tells TRN... <laughs> yeah, I like his impressions. He's like, here's Ronald Reagan. Hey, I'm the... Uh, the move will allow the airline <laughs> Chip Little. Using enough's enough. That's his name. Uh, the move Get will me Chip Little. 
to quote address numerous concerns raised by the public and airline employees (laughs) he does actually (laughs) regarding the transport of untrained animals in the cabin stop regarding the transport of untrained animals in the cabin (laughs) dear governor (laughs) harris Southwest says customers may still travel with cats or dogs as part of the yeah. airline's existing pet program. You know what? I get, I get an emotional charge... support friend, and he flies for free. Bullshit! He's a human I being. Bring my, I can't bring my iguana. Hell, my uh, <laughs> nope. Peacock. It's like Ma- Ma- peacock, Mario nope. Madlib. Actually, Pete, there used to be peacocks right, yeah. for emotional support. Yeah. What I got yeah. right here is my emotional support <laughs> uh, a flock of a uh, flock of geese. Delicately. Pete, look at that cat. What are you doing? The cat's climbing up your face, Pete. Oh, let's see Pete's cat. Let's take a look at that little kitten. The, the, the kitten's got 50,000 yeah, Instagram he's... followers or some shit. Did you name him Jerry Jerry Garcia? He's cute. Reggie. It's, it's, Reggie. It's cat yeah, pin, it's cat hey, Pinfield. Hey, kitten. Aw, you, you got a new cat. That's nice. It's a metal <laughs> theme. He just throws him over his shoulder. Why don't you just let the, the, the cat should do the show, and we should all take a fucking break. I can put my cat on the air. PM him for a promo. It's like twenty five a pop. <laughs> well, actually, Pete, it's funny you say that because they're charging for cats to fly on Southwest ninety five dollars per pet. Whoa! Yeah. As a as a support. Now I've seen everything. Underneath, it's still, if you put them in cargo, it's. Still if you put it underneath your seat, it's ninety five dollars, Mary. Oh, well, if you put them in, check them in like you normally check in a pet in a cargo in a carrier. Ninety five dollars. Ninety five dollars either way. Uh, cargo. This story or, gives me uh, pause. The then take them on. Hmm. It's ninety-five dollars on the plane, Mario. It's a seat. Mm. No, I'm, when you try in the old days, listen. He will not. When you say ninety-five dollars, his head starts spinning. He's out. You he see those old, <laughs> those old cartoons where all the animals are in the bottom of the plane, and then one gets free, and then frees the rest of them, and then they all escape. I uh, know. I saw that Disney movie. What? Where's my coupon? Snakes on a plane. Where's my coupon? It's my emotional However, support snake. However, the animals snake. must. <laughs> The animals all must meet applicable requirements regarding in-cabin stowage. <laughs> they can pass a test. Right. <laughs> Customers with existing reservations for travel with unaccepted animals after February 28th should contact Southwest for more information. Yeah, after result, February 28th, no more animals <laughs> no on the plane. Peace, said it, no more dogs. They will be peace tossed love. into peace the cargo hold. Peace, peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love. <laughs> As a result, all animals talent. will be killed. <laughs> I'm warning you. Please, this is Ringo. Stop. <laughs> any, ca- customers, any customers traveling with trained service dogs must now present completed DOT animal uh, service animal air transportation <laughs> forms in, tripli- in triplicate. Can we bring Andy <laughs> Animal on a plane? <laughs> it's, my su- it's my emotional support, Andy Animal. Uh, first, they ask well, the animals for their papers, and then us. When is it going to stop? He's completely new. It says it right here in his name. He's my support animal. <laughs> I was silent when they came for the you're, animals. You're petting his hairy, sweaty back the whole flight. Uh, we'll have more on the story as it develops. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? Uh, this story's out of California. Oh, fine. Uh, well, two California women claim that Subway's tuna fish sandwich does not actually contain any tuna fish in it. Yeah. No kidding. And are claiming that they were duped by the fast food joint's claims. Now, I might, I, far be it for me to stick up for a Subway franchise, uh, but mm-hmm. the headline is misleading. So, so the, the person claimed this, and if you read the actual article, which I have. Mm-hmm, which I have here. Which I have. And uh, 
it's you see that it's it's something's wrong. They so they claim there's not tuna, and they don't say what it is, and they don't say how right. they know. So it seems like they're kind of making it up. But the it's now it's kind of you know uh, screws up Subway, whose stock prices have uh, fallen, and I've bought in, uh, many. Uh, <laughs> Well, John, it's funny me, you say that. I can't afford a whole stock. Give me a, a half a half a Adam. Isn't tuna really expensive? For, that show Wicked Tuna said that the each tuna, each actual fish was seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, that's holy bluefin. shit, Jay. Well, that's, uh, how is that possible? That's because that's because they, that, they, that, they, they, they export it to Japan and they yeah, those yeah, guys it, they it rub it, it on their gets, dicks or something. It's, not, it's, just a different, it's an aphrodisiac. Yeah, that's not that's not chicken. Well, it's we caught another rhino horn. Well, it's funny you guys all say that because Karen Denoa and Nilmia Amin yes. say they ordered mm, tuna from one of the Sandwich Amin. Slingers locations in Alameda County last year. But after they conducted their own, quote, Man, independent Jay, that testing. that is a fucking, that's a tuna, bro. <laughs> <laughs> after they Jay, conducted their own independent. that's a tuna or something. Jay, look at it. Come on. After they conducted their own independent testing, they say they're finally confirmed that the pro- we're taking apart the sandwich in the garage. Exactly. Uh, That's a fucking that lab. Uh, the products were anything but tuna, according to court papers unsealed by CNN. That's, That's what, that's what they do. <laughs> they took it to their own lab. They have their own, their own tuna. Or anything what but tuna. Good night. Not tuna. Hot tuna. What is it? Well, man, it is tuna. You don't fall for the propaganda. So I heard also somebody chimed in on the uh, one of those uh, mm-hmm. websites. And said, I worked at Subway in the back, and uh, it was like uh, we would open the packages of Starkist. So she's like, I'm pretty sure it was doing it. Like, you, you, but but there's a back room in Subway, and people are always walking in and out of there. Who knows what the fuck's going on? Right. Well, John, a lot of their food gets like um, like prepackaged at a co-packaged Oh, it's plant. garbage. It's Don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think these. I remember uh, the last time I had a Subway. Who, who, what? How do you do? What do you like? DNA test the tuna or something? The suit claims, "quote the filing, uh, the filling in the products has not has no scantinilla of tuna at all. In uh, fact, Subway's tuna <laughs> is made from a scantinilla. Drum roll, peas. What is it? Scantilla. Yes, correct. Thank you. Uh, Subway's Practice tuna is in fact ass. made from a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, yet have been blended Jay, together. What the, by fuck the fuck is that? Go to work. Much <laughs> time on their hands. I mean, right? You're taking part of tuna sandwich. You know what? <clears throat> Why don't, you, why don't you eat it and keep moving? Read a book. Read a book. <laughs> but yet have been blended together by the defendants to imitate the appearance of tuna, according to documents. Can I see a menu, please? Well, you know, that uh, some... meatless burgers oh, are big. That's Maybe a flounder, man. Fish. Let's pull it in, Jay. You know, I was happy when, it, when it, I hope it's not tuna. That's gross. You eat fish or from Subway, some, right, some street I, fish. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, no people are weird Subway. like that. Like uh, Tommy probably gets the, the clam strips from White Castle. I'm out with that. Oh, oh, those are my favorite. Pat ah. turned me on to that shit. Oh, Where do you think they catch it? I take Umbridge. Bound part. <laughs> Limpy, my friend. Bound part. Let's fucking hook yeah. that shit. And we'll be on the fucking news, man. What, what's that, Jay? You're on the news now. That is still good meat on that fucking fish. <laughs> That's them taking apart the sandwich. Jay, that is still good meat on that fucking fish. I don't know what it is, but it's good. There's like three. Subway says it. <laughs> Subway says it has done this in an effort to save money since the blended non tuna products cost less. Right. Wait, wait. You're telling me tuna costs more than. There's some garbage. Why didn't I think of that? Is it from the ocean? Is it fish? Can it swim? 
Tenant Swim. The suit charges, quote, Subway is well aware that consumers placed a heightened value on tuna as an ingredient, and the defendants deliberately made false and misleading claims about the composition of the products to increase profits at the expense of unsuspected buyers. They should just make Subway a casino and just, you know, you, you roll the dice. Pretty much. Table games, Cuomo. Just change the sign. Do it in- <laughs> Cuomo. Cuomo. <laughs> Subway's up to 25% capacity. Is, is there, this one guy in there. This story is out of Texas. <clears throat> it's just tuna, right? <laughs> I make ten dollars an hour. I don't know. Fuck what it is. Nice Fuck scoop. Five dollar foot long was my tagline back when they, the give, you, they give you one Jesus piece of Christ. meat. Right. What the thing is, when you ever go to Subway, like you, you, when you, when I make my own sandwich, I'm always wrong. I put way too much. Of I'm like, I like jalapenos. Let me put a thousand oh, of those on. And you I eat the sandwich. Right, you're like, right. I'm an idiot. I, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> less is more. And then someone else makes you a sandwich who knows what they're doing. And it's delicious. Yeah. It's an yeah. artist. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, you know what? Be better than four artist. slices of cheese. Like 17 more of those. And then it's disgusting. Right, it's like one triangle of cheese. Yeah, what and I'm saying. Like, uh, oh, that's the worst. Bread that's made from the same material as yoga mats. Mm. It's just wasting away in the fridge. You've got to use this up. A car crash made quite the buzz this week after an 18-wheeler carrying a load of honeybees flipped over in Texas. Ah. I used to get meatball bacon. What's the buzz on the BuzzFeed news with Tommy Ross? Depression in six inches. (laughs) Unleashing (laughs) unleashing an angry storm. Here we go. Here we go again. (laughs) In the the Lone Star State. Right. Authorities, Sorry, I forgot to bring authorities had to call in special. Yeah. Authorities had to call in specialized beekeepers to help Special. with the mass. Are there unspecialized beekeepers like an amateur, amateur. Uh, fly by night? <laughs> That's more of a hobby. I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Topiaries, man. To help with the stinging insects buzzing over a San Antonio highway last Sunday morning. The right. truck, owned by a bee removal company called Bees Be Gone, be gone. Oh. Turned... <laughs> <laughs> Is there a company turned called over... News Be Gone? I want to hire them. <laughs> turned over around 11 a.m. while trying to navigate a sharp turn connecting Interstate 10 and I-35. <laughs> the semi was hauling over 400 beehives, yeah. each holding an estimated 25,000 bees per hive. It's too many bees. A lot of honey. I told you. I told you it was too many bees when we loaded. Too many bees. <laughs> short heavy with bees. You're like, oh, it's not going to shift. It's not going anywhere. That's a million bees, guys. I'm pretty good at that. a million bees. And, you know, if, bees, you, if you buy it now. It's a lot of honeycomb. You got you to you gotta, you gotta, you gotta allow for bee loss on the, on the trip. <laughs> they they, a thousand they bees. fly, they die. My emotional support. Ah, I ordered a million bees. There's only 965,000 bees. Pete, that'd be hilarious if you brought emotional support bees on a plane. <laughs> Just like an, everyone's going to beehive and puzzle in their lap. Yeah. I'll take a uh, At uh, least rum and coke, please. Get a suitcase. Interesting. I like it when people, when people get stung by a bee and they go, ah, the bee bit me. And you go, you're a fucking idiot. You punch mm-hmm. them in the mouth. Yeah. Why? Because bees <laughs> don't bite. They sting, right, John? Yeah, I, I feel very superior to people. Uh, David Attenborough over here. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, I don't know if you notice. It's not My a friend, bite, babe. The bee. At least a thousand bees escaped. Here's my David Attenborough impression. Here Do comes it. a zebra. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Look out. Hello, love. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes a berry too, you know? At least a thousand bees escaped the truck. That's what I call planet Earth. <laughs> 
See you next week, asshole. At least a thousand bees escaped the truck, prompting authorities to close the stretch of I-35 for several uh, hours. Nope. Er- Planet Urge Earth. locals to stay inside as they work mm. to clear the stingers. Mm. <laughs> the ho- Somebody's got to sweep them stingers up. Right? Clear the stingers. The hives that remained on the truck were killed by foam spray. Oh, they thought they were lucky. Look at foam. We have a bee shortage in this country. In this world. Which do we do now? <laughs> they were killed by the San Antonio Fuck Fire em. Department for safety reasons. <laughs> <laughs> bees be gone, and the beekeeper on the scene told TRNN that none of the bees in the shipment were recovered, stating that not they a one. Either f- they flew away or were killed by foam. It's not survivable. Uh, no so, injuries so were killed reported. By foam at- <laughs> <laughs> no injuries were reported. It's my favorite motorhead song. Caused an estimated Kill 90- my foam. An estimate. Don't injuries- estimate bees. <laughs> no injuries were reported, but the incident caused an estimated ninety thousand dollars in damage, according to the uh, news outlet. Except in the for the B genocide. No, are you saying no human deaths were recorded? Right, right. Rick Fink, the uh, president ah, of the Alamo Area B- Bees Association. No love. I wonder. If, I wonder. I wonder if he's going to tell on us. Uh, he's, <laughs> a, he's all right. He's all right. You can trust Rick Fink. <laughs> he's soft. <laughs> Told TRNN that he mourned the loss of the insects, calling the incident quite unfortunate. He said he was betrayed. <laughs> Rat for animal control. Well done. And according to witnesses on the scene, they said that's the news. Ah, oh, there it is. There's a buzz on the street. Good job, Tommy. And Tommy making his way through. I feel a sadness in Tommy's voice today. He's, uh, oh, don't be sad. I don't want to uh, add to his troubles. I love Tom. Is he still there? Oh, oh yes. I thought he left. Yeah, of course he's here. Uh, I need to leave. Right, just, like, takes everything I see literally. I, I know he's still I'm here. Very, I'm very literal. He's I don't know if he's, the show is I a goof. He's at face value. Oh yeah, real quick. The hat. The hat's got. Reporting live from at least yeah. six feet away via Zoom video conferencing yeah. app. Here. But he's out to our good friend Catherine. To, uh, Make sure. What do you just talk you over my what I'm playing and everything? What, what are you rambling about? I had no uh, idea she was in Park Slope. I was gonna. I told Catherine we're gonna send her a little little swag. Yeah, that was like an hour ago. There you go. Oh. Peter, you got your swag in the mail, right, Pete? Yeah, I had to sneak. Fresh bullshit from Mario. You mind doing the fire escape? Uh, no, I have the keys. I'm not, I went in and it was all You illegally trespassed in your own apartment? Yeah. Uh, Tommy get, there, Tommy's got the phone in his hand. You should squat there. And then you have two places. <laughs> I want to apologize to you, Pete. For what? Because uh, when I listen to the uh, podcast that has now been officially censored from our platform or wherever final podcasts are sold, uh, on the Storm the Barrage, excellent episode. I was a little curt with you, and I'm, I want to say I'm sorry. We both were. It's fine. Actually, it was hilarious. Wow. I'm sorry the public can't hear it ever again. Maybe one day we'll it's have to. It's an awful episode, Mario. It's the awful episode. episode. He thinks it's the best. Me burning the garage, and then John trying to strangle you me. You understand that, that, that the show has devolved into me and you screaming at each other, and it's on, it's no much. one wants to listen to that. Listen, I listen to Except you. for you. Stop saying listen. Martin. Martin, that, Mario uh, loves to revel in the bullshit. That's their show. Their hey, about guys. <laughs> <each other. laughs> we could can that. We could can that. Uh, that harness recipe. that power. We could make. We could be on the top of the pops. If we I wanted your opinion, Mario, I'd become friends with you and listen to you twenty four hours a day. Thursday night. Oh, wait. We, had a, we had a Zoom hangout. Uh, it was me, John, and Mario. And John and Mario 
We're screaming at the top of our <laughs> Really? Scream anymore. Higher time. I, I, I well, it's just the way you talk. Why? About what? About what, Ryan? You know, I'm, I, I don't really Who the remember. fuck does um, it? <laughs> it was, it's irrelevant. It was, it, I know we were talking about social distancing and things like that. and uh, Right, right. And Protocols. Uh, I'm sure, I think Mario was being... Um, Mario. Critical of a little bit about, you know, talking about other people who social. keep getting together with friends, but then... In yeah, well, his move is know, yeah. He Frank like Frank uh, goes out with six people. Mario only went out with three. So to deflect to deflect from him, he yells at Frank. Oh, going to go to I hop and stuff. So before we, we go get, into I the think game, we should get a couple of therapists on the show and uh, have these two. Yes, no, me yes. and John do yes. well. I have a little theory, uh, Ryan, and I was telling you guys before John and here we go with Freud over here. <laughs> I grew up with Joa, Joa Sanchez, and Johnny Kidd. They were like best friends, and and they were best friends before I ever met them. Is this Freeman and Sanchez? <laughs> Injury no, attorney. San Sanchez's cousin. So I, I, we would get along fine. In the Listen up, friends. Lots of fucking reality. Medical and practice. Many times a team. When it comes to the law, I take your chances. It's time you all called Freeman and Sanchez. Got to fill our obligation. Nothing I could do is right, and the same happens with you and John because you and John known each other forever. I'm just a recent unfortunate accident that happened to stumble into John's life and he's regretting it ever since. My God. But, <laughs> but when I speak to John one-on-one, -on -one, we have a different dynamic. All of a sudden, if How do you know John in... my whole life? Right. When I someone else shows up, I do the whole, I do like the thing where like you're a kid and you, and you, and I turn into like, I start making fun of you. And then uh, when you leave, I'm, I'm nice to you. It's, it's a, it's a <laughs> shitty character trait. I get it. I know John 10 years so much. Yeah. So for, for, so How long do you know John? I know John ten years longer than I know you probably. Alan right, Lee, you guys didn't we grow up together. I, as... think I was at, I was done with high school. Ryan and I, uh, we weren't like great friends growing up. We were pretty good friends and stuff, but we went to different schools and stuff. And uh, yeah, right. you knew each other in know. high school. Yeah, I met you guys. We didn't go to the same school. high school. I got school my graduate I degree. I was already. In I'm coming up on. I'm coming up on knowing John for 30 years, man. It's pretty good. And cool. I met Tommy probably like maybe two years after that. I would like to start over. Hanging out at the bar. And, uh, I'm glad we all know each other, gentlemen. I'm glad we all I know each other. When I met John. What was your point, Mario? That, uh... I have a poem in the style of Andrew Dice Clay. Right, Can I say it? It's six lines. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Go ahead. I, can't, I don't know if I can do Andrew. I would back. Joe and Jill went up the hill. Hey, you don't have to scream. To see if they do it. could restore order. Stop screaming to me. Trump fell down trying to steal that crown. And the Proud Boys came tumbling after. Uh, oh. You are... Bravo. You know, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, good job. And I was uh, hoping there was more to that, though. That was Joe it? and Jill went up Capitol Hill. Yeah, uh, we don't have to say it again. You know, what I'm saying we got it. We got it. You got your political Listen, soapbox, Andrew Dice Clay impression. President Trump, God save us all. What should it? I mean, I gotta Biden. say. Wow, this guy, man. Wow. <laughs> I think he told me the other day that he thinks euphoria. He thinks that brain fluid is leaking out of his head and he's going crazy. Oh, that's true. I believe mara has got the brain flu. The blood I've never had stuff coming out of my ear. All of a sudden, I got hit in the face with a surfboard. No. And the next thing I know, there's liquid coming into my ear. It started day. before the surfboard hit you. <laughs> Mario, while we're going to mute you now as we go into the Ryan game, well, I would like to just <laughs> I would just like to say before we start the Ryan game, while we didn't get a chance to do this on the previous episode, I'd like to formally wish Mario a happy birthday. Wish I thought you were going to formally apologize to me. That's old news. Now I got my. I know, my, but happy birthday to you, Mario. And everything. Thank you, sir. Happy birthday. As I it's closer to my birthday right now than it is to his, but nobody planet. cares. My this God. is like in the, like a week, right? Not even like day after tomorrow. 
I don't know Mary, when my birthday is. Yeah. Actually, yes, I'd like to start before we do the game. I'd like to wish John Hulu yeah, a happy right. upcoming birthday. Yeah. 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 Something. That's right. It's I always appreciate it. more formal than I did. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's all around the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going to have a cake yeah, for you yeah, on the Super Bowl yeah, a Zoom yeah, party there, Johnny. I also would like to again. tell you, I was Mario, also like to say that again. I told Mario... Yeah, send the numbers. I would like to say that I told Mario <laughs> two numbers to select on the box, and he got the first one wrong. He does, he gets the guy who got my numbers are, is going to win the Super Bowl, no, and see, if he does, I'm going <laughs> to strangle you. So you, can't, you can't think like that, Tommy. It's like a lottery. It's random. Let it go now, because you're going to be mad no matter what. Just I expect you, to John, lose. It's John, a dumb thing guy, to be mad about. Guy, it's, a, it's random. The numbers have been picked. It doesn't matter which box. They have been picked. Yeah, they have been picked. picked. And oh. they're good yeah, numbers. Thanks. But you know what, Tommy? John, Mario, let me explain. I agree I with your them, strangling Mario part. Don't get me wrong. Listen, listen. I told him for se- the year 75 for my birthday and 76 for Leah's birthday. Uh, Leah got zero and zero, which is great, right? And That's zero and, se- and 75 was zero and one. Zero, but zero, Mario's guy named, like. But I was supposed Jasper. to get zero and one. But There's he, a bunch of made-up characters Jasper. on that vibe. Whoever the fuck Jasper is. Let me help you tell you what You're going to make me lose big time, Mario. I know Tommy, you, you're going to lose $75. Don't cry. I don't <laughs> what happened. You told me 75 76 and I said to you, Emily, you don't... I think we should report this like to the authorities. And we decided to move you up. Oh, and you Mueller. said, give me the other <laughs> number for some reason. I said, side my to birth side. year. Get but me you, you picked the best numbers. You Give me a zero, break. Zero and zero one. <laughs> just like I I gave you his oh, address, oh. and now I mailed his package to the wrong apartment. Exactly. Mistakes happen. So yeah, live with break. it. Yeah, well, what yeah, happens you, if Jasper wins? Do I get a, a lot cut? of things wrong? No, time. you get nothing, Tommy. It's a, it's a little uh, socialist exercise. Just in, let it go now. You get the numbers you get, and that's it. Score right. Huh? Yes. It's every right. time they yeah, score, he's saying he. Print. Yeah, he didn't get. Oh, yeah. So yeah. zero zero is not good because in Mario's pool you don't start yeah, off a winner. Exactly. Yeah. No, you don't. Sorry, Tommy. Some weird jerk Sometimes off rules. Zero, zero. It's twelve fifty a box. What are they playing? Gotta... It's twelve fifty a box. Zero zero is not a winner, and it's only after there's no final score. Where's the Super Bowl on uh, on fucking Mars? There's no, no the final, final score? score is guaranteed 150, even more if there's less scores. Mm. Final score is what, what about OT? What about OT? That is the final, final score. Final score gets whatever's left over plus whatever, but it's there's a minimum too. You should have never ran me out of town. Right. I was I running this numbers yeah. game like a John. You should be running this. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. talk to my yeah, talk to my lawyer. Anyhow, my Rest next brain scheme is the Mega Millions Lottery Club. Go Who's back to it? work. You and me both. I'm Just doing. What are they up to? Billion. It doesn't matter. We're gonna have a year. Wow. You're gonna have. If you get into my club, you'll have draw. You'll have tickets for every drawing for the whole year. Are you selling every tickets drawing. to the New York State Lottery? No, no. We're all gonna join the club. <laughs> Mega Millions Club. I'm starting it. You know, I'm learning how to get take me side on the phone and make underworld uh, with my underworld. Oh wait, Mario, you're doing a, you're doing a pool. You're doing a pool, doing a pool for the for the Mega Millions. Let me mortgage uh, though. I'll yeah, send you. I'll send you the full subscription, uh, right? I'll send you a full one-page Vitaly. It's not even morning. Four. That? <laughs> Ryan, that's what's in the game, Ryan. Do you ever? Did anybody ever play uh, Quick Draw? You go stand yes. in a deli and just. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> it's the saddest thing. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a casino, but I all the lights are on. In it's my good. life, it's I've fun. never played that in my life. In the back it's, of a Hallmark. Well, Some people just stare at it with no ticket. The they just because they if lost. I was coming, if I was coming from West to go to John's house to do the show, I would stop there to get beer before Seven Eleven closed down. And there was a whole plan. There's an Optimo under the train tracks. I was there today. And there was. 
always like eight people standing around drinking beer, yeah. the all sorts of people. It's 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 a wide variety of people, you know? You know. But that's what they were doing. That was like their big Friday night. I out went through a go... heavy quick draw phase. Yeah, <laughs> really? Wow, of course yeah. you did. Scratch offs. If they let you smoke cigarettes in there, I was standing there all day. Too. The state and the government is slowly taking away every part of organized crime they could think of. Good. Weed. <laughs> Pro- when's prostitution coming? Let's do it. Let's just go take... full tilt. They're going to take you... away. Oh, you're against this. No, no, they're taking everything away from the uh, from Against. the entrepreneuring uh, young uh, ah. Italians and now the young Russians, whoever needs to make money when they come to America. <laughs> Just pick two Funny random. You say that, Mario. I saw the young Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to old Barrage Once episode. Again, Mario was talking about this building, this art building that was torn down in like Hunter's Point, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, hi, hi, over at Hunt's Point, they tear the building down." And Pete's like, "No, Mario, Hunt, that Hunt's Point is where the hook is at." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. yeah. <laughs> this is Long Island City in the Bronx. You make a mistake up. to make. Travesty, travesty. Yeah. That artwork was a masterpiece. That's yeah, oh, five, five points. Was like yeah. a Banksy. Five or points. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Graffiti is supposed to be temporary. You paint someone on the side of the building, somebody's gonna knock it down eventually. That's, right. that's what you said that's in that episode. You fought you fought you fought Mario and you said that it was subjective and it should be the right for the hey, owner to take the building down. The only yeah. graffiti that's still up that I wish they'd never take down is the crack is whack, the herring piece yeah. Yeah. on the east piece. side. Yep. That sucks it's still up there. The Joe Strummer the Joe Strummer piece. I hey, paint the new painting. Stop crying. I was there for a video shoot Chino. with John Ahern Fuck when they did the uh, that oh, yeah, yeah. whack video shoot. You know there what? Was a, there was a guy on Antique Roadshow that had a poster for uh, that Herring put up in the subway, and he just looked at. It, he said, "You know what? I bet you this is going to be worth money someday." And he just ripped it down and yeah, right. Up. You can put something up, uh, street I, art. I, I, you got to expect like that someone's going to come along <laughs> and toy your shit. I, I have some. I'll toy your shit. I'll toy your shit right over. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, an original. That's great. You know, when Keith Haring came out, I was very, we were about the same age, so uh, he was I everywhere. was very involved, and I had met him several times. I met him with Andy Warhol, and I met him a few times, and I met... Jesus Christ, and you get these guys a, in the a, show. It was an oh, artist collective at the time. You yeah, part Andy? Of artist collective. Yeah, we were part of an artist collective called Group Material. Yeah, you heard there was free so soup. We, we did, we got <laughs> artists to contribute to larger pieces Thursday, that were put out in public. <laughs> Look That's it up, cool, there's Mara. a show called the Times Square Show, and that was, was really the, the beginning of political Keep art in, in 1980. Yeah, I missed the pop shop. That place was fun. Andy right? in Regal Park. <laughs> I was open for a long time. I would also like to point, we you would like to uh, allocate Piazza five was the, uh... Like to allocate five minutes for Ryan's Ryan game, so let's get that in there. Yeah. No, I we got plenty of time. I don't know. Oh, Mario shit, told me ten thirty. I think he's wrong. I don't know. I don't even know what time the show ends anymore. Adam, are we going ten or ten thirty? We're going to bump. I believe we're ten thirty now. I didn't, I didn't you keep saying that, but where'd you get that information? <laughs> no, I'm going to look. That's it up what you right call now. producing volume one. I go. Where'd you get the information? He goes. No, I'm going to look it up. So he just made it up. No, I. Where you going to look it up on? Uh, there's no way to look it up. Okay. Who cares? Let's go along. Who cares? Right, so okay, we this. Go, oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. We, yeah, we're good? We're good. Okay. We're good. Right. Okay. Look at the chat box. Anything happening? Nothing. <laughs> Let's look at the chat box. Tree says, can we stop saying tuna fish? Uh, yes. Chris Woody saying, Marone, everything seems to be in order here. Tuna can. What was the last? Uh, okay. Dean Rispler, uh Got to go listen to my own radio show. All right. Well, you know, whatever. Okay. Live from the b is scheduled from B-Rodge. 7 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Live from oh, the all right. Cool. Yeah, Colin Reed saying, go ahead. Did, we should, me and Pete and uh, Soli have an idea. I don't, I don't know if I want to reveal it. 
No, Such no, a no. good idea. When I have a, when we're I have all gonna because we're all get, grow, growing our long hair, and I said we're gonna blow it out and get we're gonna dress like uh, three different eras of Andrew Dice Clay, right? This is what I think, <laughs> and we're gonna be called Andrew Thrice Clay. There you go. And we're just gonna all tell jokes over each other at the same time on stage. Well, we do that now already. We already so. got the costume. Joke. Oh, we do. <laughs> it's kind of the same I thing. I think that's great. Thanks. Love, Thanks for your support, everybody. Nice See you at the club. We light each other's cigarettes and ignore each other. Can I get uh-huh. an, a Ryan game drop theme, please? Don, do a little Andrew Nice Clay. <laughs> hey, your mother. How's she doing? She's real nice. <laughs> She's, real nice. <laughs> She's a saint. She's a saint. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Jill and Jill went up Capitol <laughs> Hill. Hey! Little Miss Muffet shining at the Eating a curds and whey. One came a spider. She, the spider walked away. Everything was good. She finished. It's nice. It's a nice day. It's nice. I'll go fuck you. All right. Let's see where we're going here. You're supposed point. to be a news guy. What are you getting your That's fucking our information? Research. What am I playing? Oh, freaking. <laughs> the Ryan game. Oh. All right. I know how to do that. Let's go. While we're I'm young. trying, Rodney. The best. All right. Almost there. Mm-hmm. Fuck the audience. Here we go. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And now, from a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the game, where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses they really are. Hey! Here's your host, Ryan Collison. That's fine. Let's move on with the game. What's in the game this week, Ryan? Every week, Ryan comes to the game. Yeah, it's, it's coming here. down out there. It's, it's been coming yeah, it's down. Snowing seven. all over me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite dinosaur junior. I was gonna play twenty seconds, but I think I'm gonna make this the bounce around game. Mm. Oh, so I like twenty game, seconds more of it. Uh yeah. I think we'll do that. We did that seconds. recently. Let's do this yeah, one. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll have the we'll have the meeting before the show next week. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> for those that don't know, uh I'm going to uh, ask a question. Everybody's going to have to bounce around giving an answer one at a time. Yeah, right. If you don't get it right away or you give a wrong answer or you give an answer that was given already, you're out. And the last man standing wins the round. Right. Mike, keep your mm-hmm. score. You got it, uh, Ryan. Oh, I'm going to need you to keep score, Mary. Got it. I miss so You can't even write down Tommy's number. Me too. Yeah. Don't go on my show. Are you fucking crazy? Sorry. My name is Pat. <laughs> Disrespect. Yeah, how's Pat doing? There's nothing worse than that. Yawning on the on the I air. It's been a long day. I muted my mic. No, that's okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh round one. We're gonna start with Pete's gonna go first. Hit me, baby. Fuck him. Bounce around, don't miss a beat. He's a cop. Here we go. Pete, name a Marvel comic mutant. Gambit. What did he say? He said Gambit. Gambit. John. Uh, Yoda. John's out. <laughs> Tommy. The thing. You're out. Mario. Yeah, why? That's that right. was good. That's correct. Storm's I mean, out. Correct. I'm made of rocks. Rogue. Back to Pete. Wolverine. Mario. Oh, I see. Three, uh, two, Professor X. Dr. The thing's not a mutant? Nope. Beast. I'm pretty sure Yoda's right, too. <laughs> what was that, Pete? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Mario. I'm lost. Sorry. 
You're out, Adam. Angel. Angel. We got Professor X. That was Pete, down Storm. to Tim. Oh, Storm was Storm said? Yes, I said Storm. Oh, no, Storm no. was said. Sorry. Adam gets it. Adam Psycho. gets it. Mario did pretty good yeah, at the, the round. Yeah. Actually, I'm so shocked. I think they're going to do well for the next two rounds. Professor X, Dr. X, Captain X, Lieutenant X. Uh, so, triple X. Xavier is his full name. That's a, wow, you can, Malcolm X. Guy knows Starting his mutants. All right, sir. Name a Marvel superhero that is not from Earth. What is uh, this, sponsored by Disney? Hey, I, Marvel. It's my not, turn. I can't think. Marvel. Go. A uh, Marvel superhero oh, is not from Earth. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> an idiot. Uh, Tommy. You're out. Tommy's not Captain out. America. Captain America. Uh, <laughs> He's from America. He's from America. <laughs> he fought World War II, for God's sakes. Wonder Woman. Correct. She's DC. No, she's DC. She's not Marvel. DC. Oh, she's DC. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. You're out. Damn it. I had so many others. I'm heads up DC again. First. Adam and Pete. They don't even go yet. Go ahead, Adam. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. You don't know the answers to these questions, do you? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel is from Earth. I he was Brian Stoll. He's like Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, right. I knew him well. I knew him. Rest in peace. Pete from Ohio. Magneto. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> He's from Germany. No point. You win this round. Right. Adam wins again. Well, Captain Marvel is not for, is from not is from Earth. Well, the one in the the one in the movie was, but Aquaman would have been correct. But That's DC. First Captain Marvel. Oh, that is Aquaman DC. Aquaman comes from the water. Yeah. He's on one planet, though. One more of these. Earth, uh, yeah. Start with Tommy. Tommy, name a Marvel superhero or anybody, really, that has a color in their name. Mm. Green Hornet, sponsored by Disney. Oh, you're out. That's DC. I know. Mario. What's the question? Sorry. Who's hitting Marvel, that microphone? Marvel's character stuff. that has a color in their name. Um, Marvel character. Uh, Black Spider. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> There's a lot of DC. Are we be in I'll get you next time, Black Spider. Marvel's hard. There's a lot of DC. Marvel. Three, two. Yeah, you're right, Adam. Blue Beetle, but that's DC. Yeah. Pete. Dean Gray. Dean Gray, yes. Wow. Oh, that's good. Do a little John. reverse. We're heads up, John and Pete. Uh, let's go uh, Black Panther. Right. Pete. Nice. Not Black Sworn Spider. enemy of Black Spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yellow come on, man. Pete. Now, nah, Pete, you got to know one now. Yellow Man? Is that what you said? Great reggae artist. Yellow Man. What's your superpower? I'm a, I'm a complete character. Black Widow. John wins. Widow, yep. I didn't have to go. So, uh, who's got the Red one? Scorpion. John, the second that. question. John has one, Adam has one, and Pete and has one. Pete has one, yeah. You know, uh, Carol Danvers, otherwise known as Captain Marvel, is human born on Earth. Stop right. looking things up there in the game. Marvel. That's illegal. Correct. So, anyway. Uh, Mario's uh, superpower is cheating at the game. You start with this. Uh, name a, a sports team that has orange in their Who, uniform. me? No, it's Mario. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore Orioles. Right. Adam. Denver Broncos. Yeah. Pete. Emmy Hurricanes. Good. John? Let's go, Knicks. Knicks. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Tommy? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, some band called the uh, the Mets? Yes. Mario? Any team or yeah. professional? 
Could be. Well, the college is Syracuse. Also... Syracuse. Uh, it's, 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 it's a goddamn name, the Syracuse argument. counts. Go on. Adam. Edmund Tron Oilers. Mm, good. Of course, you don't think mm. Look at Ireland. John. It's my turn? Yeah, John. Did someone say the Islanders yet? Yes. Yeah. They said the Islanders? Yep. He just said said it. Five. Two. The Hartford Dicks. Tommy, John's out. Not a Dicks fan. The Denver Broncos. I already said. That was said. You're out. Mario. Long Island Ducks. Yes. Adam. <laughs> Houston Astros. Yes. He's good, looking good, it up. Good. He's looking it up. Uh, the Chiefs? I'm not looking. Okay. No, Chiefs are red and white. No, red, an red and white. There, black. There, Is it? What's up there, Chief? I don't know. I'll Hershey let you back Eric in if you can prove it. Oh, by the way, these football players, they wear these yellow shoes, and I think a flag is on every fucking play. <laughs> Mario, yes, three, yes. two, one. Uh, the uh, Cosmos. Me Do they really have orange though, Mario? Yeah, they're like gray and they're yeah. not orange. Yeah, you gave them too many. Quick uh, search, Adam. Philadelphia Flies. Good a, answer. Uh, Fuck that. Right, give Adam a point. I take the loss before I mention. <laughs> I'm sorry. Adam, you go first. Adam won that round. Name a sport. Four major sports. Name a sports team where the team name is not pluralized. Not pluralized. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that's Mm. a hard one. Give us a few seconds. Why say anything if you're not going to like it? We'll start this game in three. (laughs) Start the game. Dude, start cranking the Uh, news. Round one. (laughs) Go. Got one. Holy shit, that's fucking hard. I got one. Who's up? My dad used to ask me this question. I have every answer. I was la- first last. Uh, I got nothing. Heat. Miami Heat. Yep. That's uh, good, John. Utah Jazz. 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 Tommy. The Never Liberty. cared for it. Liberty. Mario. Uh, the Oiler. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody else showed up. Back to Pete. Three, two, one. Oh, John. Uh, fuck. I, yeah. I was thinking about something else. <laughs> two, one. You're out. Fuck, Tommy. I used to know all these. Get the round. The, do you want to throw the, one in there? Go this, ahead. The, yes, the storm. Oh, Trump's two team? Well, that's a uh, USFL. He had to Do I win the round? <laughs> yeah, you win it anyway. <laughs> Dig it wow, deep into the uh, oh. deep. Canadian <clears throat> Red Storm, the what most famous that, uh, of all Marvel. The Manfred Man. Manfred Man. The Manfred Man. Uh, Pete goes first this time. This game's uh, only been Marvel and sports themes. I love it. Okay, let's go. Uh, ways <laughs> to get from one floor to the other. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up? Elevator. Wait. Elevator. John. Escalade. Escalator. <laughs> Tommy. Stairs. Mario. Why did I think of that? Uh, an idiot. Um, <laughs> a rope. Rope. <laughs> Adam. A lift. Lift. <laughs> a ladders. 
Ladder. You're just making this game up for this. Sean. Uh, <laughs> uh, jumping. Jumping. Coming. I was going to say both ladder and jumping, but I'm going to shift to... I'm going to shift to catapult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's well, there's more than one way to skin again. Mario. Jetpack. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> uh, dumb waiter. <laughs> oh, very good. Right. First of all, lift, lift is only good in England. Love. <laughs> Feet. Walk. Hey, walk? Yeah, walk up. Oh, uh... I don't know. Are you nah. taking the stairs when you're doing that? Oh, you said what? Stretch. Yeah. Stretch. Stretch. Find another one. Who's up? Stretch. John. Who's up? Uh, I'm about to go up to the second floor, and how I'm going to do that is I'm going to uh, crawl. I'm going to climb. I'm going to climb. Oh, no. Climb how? Uh, I'm going to. You did say climb. No, climb I'm going to use a. Ladder was, ladder was set. Uh, a grappling hook. Uh, rope was I'll used. accept that. Ah, but my rope has a fucking hookup. Oh, but you might like pull you up, you know, like Batman. I okay, you're. I right. didn't want to say anything, but I'm Batman. I told you guys a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna go with uh, ramp. Ramp. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't say that. Build beans eat a ramp. I was trying to lead you into that, Mario. Unlike walking, I would like to get carried to the second floor. Mm. Is it Ooh. is it a method or or the physical thing? Confused. Yeah, it's just a. Getting there one way or another. At work, I see people taking the elevator one Adam. floor down, and I wait for the elevator to open up, and I yell at them. I'm like, really? I'm going to Take repel. the fucking elevator down one floor. Lazy okay. fuck. You're going to repel up? going to repel up. Repel up. <laughs> Dig up, stupid. Uh, on the clock. Uh, Adam's <laughs> repelling, so we'll take it. All right. Then I'm going to let Pete back in. Uh, you didn't miss any turns. <laughs> I let them get away with murder, so I can't let you uh, sit out. It's on you, Pete. Elevator's been set, right? Yeah, you said nah. <laughs> first, first overall. That was your first round draft pick. That's great elevator. He's sticking with it. He's sticking with elevator. <laughs> yeah, it's reliable, solid. John? Uh, teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> a bit conceptual, but I guess it works. I'm picking out the box here. Tommy? I'm going to go with uh, Javelin. <laughs> ah, a little, like pole vulture. I that. I like yeah, it. Pole vulture. Yeah, pole. Yeah, pole javelin's vulture. a spear you throw, but I got what you're saying. You got it. You well, you know what I'm saying. I got it. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you heard about the uh, the vault in Poland? Is it my turn? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna ditch my jetpack for this brand new hoverboard I just bought. Uh, hoverboards don't go down. Go up. Yeah. Oh, they my goes up the up the stairway as long as it's up the ramp. Oh, excuse us, Rockefeller. Stays on the X, not the I seem to go from the second floor to the first floor with one. No, I use the ramp. I just hover it over the ramp. I teleported. I don't know. A... I'm hoverboard. I, think, I don't know how we can go. I would have accepted it just I'm for the record, Mario. I'm your friend. Yeah, for something. I'm out. All right, Adam, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna high jump. High jump. High <laughs> jump. You're going to high jump? Yeah, you know. You? 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 <laughs> yeah, but hoverboarding is unacceptable. You're going to high jump. You're going to hoverboard against it. Just hoverboard against it. They go left to right. Maybe Tommy lost power. There's a Ghostbusters. Where do those stairs go? Bill Murray goes, they go up. Snow, the snow knocked Tommy out? I think Tommy's so, yeah. I think no snow, no show. Out. The hot tub shorted his fuse. All right, let's, everybody gets a point for this. Wait, well, I, wanted, I want one more answer. All right, go ahead. I'm going to take a crane. 
Yeah, for sure. That's a good idea. Take a nice little ride in the crane. Can use a oh, yeah. It's like bring I you. Forgot, I forgot the, the window thing. washer thing. What's the, the window washer thing? That's a scaffold. Or a, uh, the baker's scaffold. Get me the baker. <laughs> I think dumbwaiter was the best answer. <laughs> or, uh, what about uh, imploding the first floor and then just walking up hey, to the second floor? Hey, give me a, how about give me a boost? I need the baker. Who do we start with, John? You're the first one in this round? I don't know. All right, here we go. <laughs> Get, uh, give me a palindrome. I'm on the phone with the FBI the whole time. I don't know palindrome? Uh, palindrome? Want a palindrome? I'll give you Otto. All right. Uh, Tommy's not here. Mario. Anna. Mm. Uh, and uh, Adam. Man, oh, man. Mm. <laughs> and Pete. Race car. Mm-hmm. John. If I had a hi-fi. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh Mario. God spelled backwards is dog. <laughs> Just a little aside. <laughs> or, or, oh, oh, I am. That's, that's I Ma- Mario's like, I got my master's degree. Okay, class, open your textbook to God spelled backwards is dog. Lesson one. <laughs> Adam. O R A M Mario. That's not a palindrome. Not a palindrome. And Pete. Taco Cat. Taco Cat. Taco Cat. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> it's Bam. It was a bang. The Adventures you, of Taco Cat. Type in these things, Andy. You have a list of palindromes and funny. No, it was an old band called Taco Cat. <laughs> I was thinking of giant, they might be giant song. Doctor Awkward. D R. Doctor Awkward. Mm. What? I'm going deep these into things. the board. Write it down, oh bitch. <laughs> and Pete. I'm just naming all the members of uh, the band. If I had I Fi, their all names are all palindrome. <laughs> Oh, that's well, Tommy's cool. back. Rockstar to Tommy stocks market. Hey, Tommy, sorry, my stocks. my my internet went out. I kicked the fucking button with my foot. Sorry. Oh no. At a rate. Real, real producer like Tommy. What what did I miss? What did I miss? Uh, nothing. Uh, you, you, it's, uh, it's it's on you, and you have to. What's the square root of six hundred and sixteen? Forty four. Oh, God, how does he do it? <laughs> what's the question? What's the question? Computer. <laughs> Name a palindrome. Rise to vote. Sir, you're out. No, Why? he got it. Rise to vote, rise sir. To vote? Oh, sir, I didn't hear the. Yeah, sir. rise to vote, sir. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're in. You did. You're in. That's How do you know that? Well, the Simpsons. Are. It's a big Simpsons line. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me, John. There's a yawn cough hybrid. I couldn't hit the button in time. <laughs> you have a cough yawn button? Cough. I don't have a cough button. Yawn uh-huh. cough wrote the theme song to Miami Vice. Uh, it's on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abba. Mm, yeah. Good. Uh, Tommy. Radar. Yes. Ah, mm. oh, wait, it's just me and Tommy? Well, Pete walked away, so when he gave <laughs> And oh, so did Adam. Fuck, I'm out of palindromes. Uh, Adam was knocked out. There's uh, nobody left in the band? Uh, Three, uh, uh, a man, a plan. Uh, 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 a man plan. What is it? A man, a plan. Man's plan. I know, some shit like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of the Weird Al video where he's making fun of Bob Dylan and it's all palindrome. And he's throwing the mm. signs. I don't know. A man, a plan, a, a fucking... I don't have a pen. <laughs> fucking... Race car. No, it's a... Okay. Ready, but I think you won before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He won. He wasn't even here during the game. I kick ass all the time. I said 60 <laughs> questions. 44 is not the square root of 616 anyway. You and Adam are in the lead. John, you're in second with Pete. Excuse He's me. A point. Tommy answered one question. I answered like seven palindrome. I know. Right. So John, a point, too. 
All right, John, you're tied with Tommy. <laughs> See, and sometimes you can you yell at IHOP and you get a free fucking meal. IHOP pie. Taste the complaint. Speak up. IHOP palindrome. IHOP. Is it Kojak? H-I. Oh, we were. I was listening to a Barrage episode earlier today where you asked. It was it was Jeopardy, and the answer was uh, Telly Savalas, and your answer was, and you hit the Kojak. Like is it Kojak? Oh man. That was uh that's probably the best moment. Yeah, that was the good. Jeopardy yeah. episode was heavy. Ohio, is that a pound No. 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 All right, Mario, name a malapropism. Don't explain. What the hell is a malapropism? You're fine, oh, malapropism. You have a fucking master's degree. Two, what is a malapropism? Come on. No, you don't explain. Doot, doot, doot. Malapropism. Anything I say sounds should be malapropism. Pretty much. You know, you're on you're on the right track. Does any, can anybody no, answer? Yes, I can. Um, I will say uh, for all intensive purposes. Like an albacore. Oh, oh, yeah, that is me. I am a malatropism. For all, yeah, so, it's for all intents ahead, John, and purposes. And my malatropism is for all intensive purposes. John, you get instant win in this round. Instant win in this round. I don't, ir- irregardless. I give up. Yeah, give, give the round to John. He wins. Why? Don't I, I am... said one, two. My life is a malapropism. Everything that comes out of my mouth is a malapropism. Well, uh, there's other words for it. <laughs> Would deja vu all over again count? Nothing ever came out of your mouth. You know, it might. Um, no, because that's... No, that's like a be- Yogi Berraism. Right. Like an albacore oh. Listen, around my neck. When, back when I was... Uh, back when I was um, it's a dance the flamingo all the time. Dance the flamingo. The Jews ran the There was only one room in the hotel. <laughs> and <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle stayed. <laughs> You sure this radio show's more entertaining when we're not yelling at each other? It was a comic. Mm-hmm. Right? Back in my days, we didn't yell. We used to talk on yes, the... always. There's a tin can. With a... The oh, brothers were three of them. We would just think the thing and not say. Tune in next week when we'll listen to the definition of malapropism. Ryan, with the, with the word axe it's count instead of ask? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Let's let's uh, let's move on with the show. Let's move on with our lives. I'm so, I'm tired of these malapropisms. The game Get is it? over. Thank you. It's a three way tie. You can't. It's John, Tommy, and Adam. You do a groundbreaker. They didn't. Let's do it. Let's do one more then. Yep. Uh, winner takes all. Did me and Pete back out of uh, this? Starts with Tommy. Winners. Okay. Back out of anything. Name if I was listening to the show, I would throw my fucking radio out of the window. Threw my Alexa across the room. She's What's still the question? Name a country that borders Brazil. No. Argentina. I refuse. Argentina. Uh, Adam. Paraguay. And uh, John. John. Chile. No. Chile borders everything. Oh. We're, we're out. We're, he we're said John. A tiebreaker. Oh, it's we're a tie not break? in it. Yeah. My God. What if they can pull away and win, though? Well, then we'll play forever if somebody else takes ties off? it. It's a three-way no, tie no, right now. They're still in. They're three-way still in. tie for the last. All right. Pull ahead of you and win, right? It could, but you have to have more questions. This is amazing. You explain the rules for one every, question for like an hour. Or if I win, uh, I'll... Who's up next? All right. You know what? I, I win. <laughs> How about that, motherfucker? <laughs> who's I up said, next? A, a tie means a infer- infer- Yeah, you zoom in. We can't hear you. You're like uh, you're, you're Max Edmund. Tronny. 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 Tronny
You wrong Tron, bro. Wait, are we doing the Brazil thing? Correct Tron, bro. I think John's up. Yeah, we're still doing I that. said Chile. She said Chile. Chile, you're out. What are you talking about? Chile, Chile, it's, it's borders everything. It's so long. But it's it, on the West Coast. It's so long. Chile, Bolivia, Argentina, and Paraguay are all between and, Chile and Brazil. Ah, fuck them. Right. Who's up? Tommy. Me and Tommy. <laughs> Who set this up? <laughs> Adam, you're who's up. <laughs> who set this up? The South America tourism people? <laughs> That's right. It's a freaking uh, cartel. <laughs> Who's All right, up? thanks everybody. Uh, Adam, no, it's uh, Mario. Mar I am, I am not participating in the tiebreaker from Tommy. championship. It's me and Tommy. <laughs> I'm going to go with Uruguay. Not yes. in on this. No, not Uruguay. Correct. Yes, uh, Adam. So it was Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay. Think north, uh, dude. Three. Special three. sauce, lettuce, cheese, tomato, Bolivia. Sure. Yes, Bolivia. Good question. Good answer. <laughs> John? Oh, I'm still in this? No, he's, he's out. out. He said, shut up. You guys, heads up. Man, Tommy is right on top of me. When I mean, oh, he's out. He's out. Tommy. Fuck him. No, no, I'm just watching it. This yeah. is for the win. I see how it is. Tommy, it's on you. It's I'm going to go with uh, Columbia. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Adam. There are no more. That's it. Yes. There's more. There's six countries that brought up Brazil. Ah, well. You learn something new every day. Holy shit. Guatemala. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> not even close. Tommy, I think I'm going to raise my glass to you. I will take a can I take a, a Brian, bonus what was guess? the other one? I get, wait, I want to guess. I want to guess. Vietnam, uh, Guyana, Venezuela, Colombia. Uh, I Venezuela. had Venezuela. Uh, you want to say Peru? Somebody said, I don't know. No, but that's nah, a good guess. West, right? It'll be a cold day in hell before I recognize yeah, it. Don't All right, thank you. Anything, uh, so uh, who's American the winner? Apes. I'll take it. Tommy <laughs> won. Tommy. He wasn't Stay even here Tommy. for half the game. He doesn't know uh, what uh, square root of anything. He named one 44. palindrome. Congratulations, <laughs> Tommy. You're the best <laughs> around. Good From the and I'm on the, the wrong page. To don't the top do of the pops. Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. Fine. <laughs> Right. Tommy Rockstar, you've won the Ryan game. Not only that, you've won our hearts, and everyone oh, loves you. I love you guys. I hope you're doing okay. And um, when you're feeling up, come on down. I'd like to take this moment to point out that there will be no show next week in honor of the big game. <laughs> I think we we played 17 Motorhead songs. I think we could say Super Bowl. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be super. Yeah. I'd also like to say, if you like what you hear, you can go to patreon.com slash barrage and uh, contribute right. so but, we can function. But the, the, the puppy bowl is... Stop hitting your mic, Reverend. The puppy bowl is canceled because uh, th th they can't get a flight. <laughs> yes, that's patreon.com uh, slash barrage. call back to the news, jerks. You can also go to iTunes and listen to our entire back catalog. You can also go to IHOP. <laughs> you go to IHOP, slam your fist on a table, and uh, tiny borders. Yell at them that Mario sent you, and you get a free uh, superstar. My life is falling apart. Draw a face on all my pancakes. <laughs> you can also go to Spotify and listen to us if you like that platform. And while you're at either, you can give us a review. If you like social media, you can go to Facebook.com/slash Live from the Broad. We'll get out to the parking lot. Mario goes to get so uh, how was breakfast. You can go to uh, Instagram.com slash live from the barrage and check out our. Oh, we got too many things. Also, go to SoundCloud. 
Go to SoundCloud.com. You can <laughs> so I supposed to no, cancel no, We're leaving that platform. <laughs> you can go to uh, YouTube.com. I'm leaving this platform. Videos. Jump off a building. Alexa and she will play instrumental dump. And she you will can play video to... nope, and she will play uh, live from the barrage. You can go to twitter.com forward slash from the barrage and tweet at us. Right, and go to Reddit and invest in um, uh, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Sam Goody. Yes, and you can go to fidelity backslash vanguard slash mutual fund underscore rockstar and uh, throw us a buck or two. That's it. Uh, thank uh, you very much. Uh, whoever's hitting your mic, I'm going to kill you. And I appreciate um, everyone on the show. I'm glad that. Um, peace and love. Peace and love to everyone. Uh, I'm glad I was uh, still able to be uh, a jerk, and uh, we are still friends after all. This. You nailed it, John. You yeah. nailed it. Thank you, oh. Catherine. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. Great guest, Catherine Thurman. Fantastic. Hell. Fantastic. I could talk about metal all day, and uh, we did. We've done it. Very like civilized. Crazy. Alexa, stop. She's <laughs> so naughty. How but cold is it out there, John? What, is, what kind of Italian puts a, a microphone bug in their own house? <laughs> hey, I'm now illegal. Alexa, I'm call FBI. Illegal, I'm down doing illegal uh, extortion. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm the good Asara. <laughs> How cold is it out there, John? With with the warmth of your friendship, I don't feel it. Ah, I don't want to come in in solidarity with you. That's the answer. I, I love, like my toes. I love you guys. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you uh, soon, I hope, if it's not two too weeks, cold out. Two weeks. Two weeks. We'll be back. It's yeah, we'll see what the weather's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, could... this show has gone to just me freezing my ass off in the garage, and you guys are sitting there by your toasty so nice. your Don't you have like a knitting room somewhere you could put all the stuff in a I mean, knitting, knitting room? <laughs> Waiting in the knitting room. Do I? <laughs> the knitting room. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Let me try to pick one of my three houses. Yeah, I got a sewing room, a rumpus room. Oh, look, <laughs> yeah, there's you and Julio. Uh, it's I... you and Julio in a rumpus room. <laughs> I can... Hey, where are you going? I got more. <laughs> Explain to the listeners What's with the midget? Common during the coldest months for us to take a little hiatus because it's damn cold in the barrage. You're, uh, yeah, we don't have listeners. Your wife was just showing us her. We do. I, on the her Facebook clip. chat, I've gotten several responses already. There are people listening. What? We uh, do have listeners. Are you the? You're like an ambassador. You're saying things. You, <laughs> I didn't approve like this. Say hi to everybody listening to us, and uh, I'd like to say I appreciate you. And whenever we come back, I look forward to it. I like how when I wrap it up, he always wraps it up after me. Oh, that's the, fucking crazy. The double wrap. Yeah. All right, can <laughs> I say goodbye rap. now? He's got to get the last word in. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, uh, don't forget to see Mario at IHOP uh, this weekend. <laughs> 7 a.m. From 7 to 4, he'll be signing autographs. 10 bucks he'll a pop. Sign your coupon. You sign your coupon. <laughs> he I don't even like pancakes. <laughs> Why are you here? I don't know. I wonder if I anybody like know. filmed Mario and now he's like a breakaway star on like. like yeah. uh, he's done world star. The world star. Yeah. No, it happened too fast. Nobody had that cameras yeah. trained on. Extreme... I couldn't even predict it was going to happen. They... Mario's on Clubhouse. He, the, yeah, the, he, he tried the, out for extreme cheapskates. The, they were like, you know what, dude? It's in my brain. It's too much for even for. My brain is he's on pancake parlor. His brain is leaking. Frank hit him with a surfboard, and it's all over. <laughs> Once I had a pretty girl uh, Her name it doesn't We'll see you Pancakes from 1954 Next time on the intro page I'm an idiot Alright we'll see you later Thanks Listen to this song I like it Night everybody here, so. Damn it Stop doing it I get to say that See you then Bye It's okay I'm a terrible person Well, I want to save the whales, too. But it's a fucking Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
canvas bag and a smile is the best I've got for you. Of all the things to do, I don't disagree. Hug a tree for me. Hug a tree for me. If I could only quit my job, I'd join the hippie elite. Hug a tree for me. Hug a tree for me. If I could only quit my job, I'd join the hippie elite. Well, I haven't thrown myself in the road yet. Or chained myself to a jumbo jet. Avoiding plastics, not very dramatic. But one time I cycled all the way home Cause this planet is the only one But nobody saw it And I, I felt all the worse for it It wasn't my fight All the things to do, I don't disagree Hug a tree, for me Hug a tree, for me If I could only quit my job I'd join the hippie elite Hug a tree Things to do, I don't disagree. 